Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an absolutely astounding show for you today. We have a couple of hot take guests. We have the regular BWB uh, panel with us today. Man, we're going to be talking about the CMA. And if you don't know who we are, who they are, they dropped a bomb on the Microsoft ABK deal yesterday, uh, where if you look at what was written, it almost seemed like a manifesto from a fanboy, more specifically, a Sony fanboy, especially the way it was written with emojis on social media. Like I've I've never seen a governmental uh, administration talk about something as serious as a near $70 billion deal. And in their response, which seemed like a rant, I mean, I, we've seen more, more rants than we know what to do with, <laughs> use emojis to talk about a tr- near $3 trillion company buying another million dollar or a billion dollar company. It's, it's, it's wacky. It, it, it's wacky. Uh, I've talked to a couple of people that I consider to be exer- uh, experts in the legal uh, uh, you know, aspect of the conversation. And uh, this, this, what happened yesterday seems like it's going to wind up being uh, in Microsoft's favor. Uh, but we're going to get into exactly what they had to say. We're going to talk about what people from the industry, like good friend of the community, Tom Warren had to say as well as Brad Smith, who obviously is one of the head lawyers for Microsoft. And we're going to you know, reiterate what Phil Spencer had to say. I can't wait to get into it. But before we get there, ladies and gentlemen, I got to thank everyone. We got already 100 people here. We're two minutes in. Honestly, from the hearts of Mrs. and Mrs. Mr. Boomstick, we thank you that you support us by tuning in each and every week. Uh, and uh, obviously growing the channel, folks, we are almost at 11.2. That's right, 11,200, near near 200. Uh, we've seen such growth in the last couple of weeks. And that's because, well, you, the, the viewers have been uh, su- subbing and, and liking and sharing. And we, we are unbelievably humbled by all of it. But let's get into our guest first, making a return appearance. He's, he's been on the show once before. Infinite Double A, what's going on, brother? Welcome to the program. How you feeling? Oh, I'm doing great. Excited to get into the topics. Uh, the CMA, uh, talking, talking. <laughs> I don't even know. There, we'll get into it. There, yeah, yeah. Some, what, what, some what, of the what, things they say just makes me scratch my head. If I'm being honest. But uh, anyways, yeah, and then the f- friends and family. Some great topics on the way, and just excited to hear what everyone has to say about it. Yeah, well, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to break that down. And as you can see, you got some Saints Row footage in front of you. And yes, that avatar does very much look like Mr. Boomstick. I mean, really, it's it's crazy how creepy. I just don't have the glasses on, but I will later on. You'll see in the footage. Uh, I, I, folks, I'm going to be honest with you. Not Game of the Year material by any stretch of the truth, but my God, am I having fun with Saints Row. Uh, but listen, let's welcome in Mav. Mav, you and PM, uh, PM you and Pong, last night on PM in the PM uh, were had a lot of great topics. Uh, you had a lot of things to talk about, specifically what we're going to talk about today. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, brother. We definitely appreciate it. 
Hey, thanks for sending the invite out. Appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. This is going to be a fun show. Yeah, we were talking a lot about this last night, and it's just absolutely um, interesting, I'll say. Uh, well, yeah. I know we're going to get into that for sure, you know, but uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, interesting to see that yesterday. And um, I think there's definitely a different take a, a little bit that some of us can have on it for sure, um, yeah. because there's a, new, a lot of ways we can take that. But uh, regardless, it's awesome to be here with Dave and Infinite and Fuzzy. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun this morning. Yeah, and we actually might have some more guests. Obviously, yeah, right uh, Dreadpool should be here. He's running a little behind. He had to take the little one to school. So hopefully he will join us momentarily. Uh, OBM from Xbox Era, I sent him the link because he's off today. But we'll see if he gets a chance uh, to join us as well. And you, know, you, you just never know who's going to roll through. But uh, Web Dave, how are you feeling, brother? And do you have any more interviews that will be releasing early next week? Uh, you never know. You, you just, just never know. You just never know. I uh, got some things in the works, but we'll see what happens. <clears throat> Sometimes it's hard to get those times and dates worked out, but you know what? We'll we'll we will get there. And I got more people I'm talking to, so so we will see. You never, you just like I said, it could, it could be a big surprise on Monday. Oh, I, I don't know. But I got to yeah. say, uh, I mean, I love the who's here today, and of course. Mav, I love that you're here, man. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, man. I love I your take. It, your show last night was on fire. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Him and Pong had a lot of uh, really big opinions, and I would imagine that those opinions are going to continue on this morning's Breakfast with Boom. But Fuzzy Belvedere, you got a chance mm -hmm. yesterday to join us uh, as uh, we had all this breaking news, and you seem <laughs> to be always around breaking news. So I think we got we got to keep you around more often. That's for sure. How are you? And uh, ha after twenty four hours of what we heard yesterday, has it seeped in that uh, it seems as if Sony is being protected? Yeah. Uh, and I was under the impression that the CMA, and of course the CMA is what we would consider here in the states the FTC. Mm -hmm. They're not here for corporations, folks. They're here for you the consumer <laughs> and the way that thing was written didn't sound like it now i'm going to read i got a couple of like i said excerpts from that i'm going to read how are you feeling and has anything changed with your opinions well not much has changed with my opinions but I'm, I'm so glad to be here to to get to dive into this even deeper and man we got an awesome panel here today so glad we got infinite and mav on here and yeah web dave and you we're we're gonna we're gonna pick this apart because uh, I, you know, consumers are the ones that are, are the ones that are supposed to be protected, and it seems like Sony's got their uh, lobbyists at hand. You know, in in people's pockets or not in pi people's pockets. Maybe they're those those protection uh, people are in in Sony's pockets. But in any event, we'll we'll get into it, man. I can't wait. <laughs> well, you know what? Let, let let's start out with Tom Warren. Uh, if you if you if you're not familiar uh, of who actually Tom Warren is, he is a senior editor at The Verge. Obviously, you uh, you know he is someone that the people look to uh, specifically uh, to to get their Xbox news. Millions of people uh, look forward to hearing what he has to say, and normally he's a very well reserved uh, journalist, uh, but he had a lot to say. Uh, regarding what was posted by the CMA of the UK. And I just want to read uh, two excerpts from that document that made the rounds publicly yesterday. 
that he posted, and I'm going to read what Tom Warren had to say. But the, this this is this is coming directly from the CMA. This is direct quotes from that document, and it says this, ladies and gentlemen: acquiring ABK would significantly expand Microsoft's own game li- gaming library, adding some of the world's best-selling and most recognizable franchises, including Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush. The CMA is concerned that having full control over this powerful catalog, especially in light of Microsoft's already strong position in the gaming console, operating systems, and cloud infrastructure, could result in Microsoft harming consumers by impairing Sony's uh, Sony's Microsoft's closest gaming rival ability to compete as well uh, as that of other existing rivals and potential potential new entrants who could otherwise bring healthy competition through innovative multi-game subscriptions and cloud gaming services. And I think the biggest problem with this is they are trying to group everything into one instead of keeping gaming where it is, operating systems meaning my you know microsoft's os for computers and pcs and cloud infrastructure these are three different entities now granted i think there's a case to be made that you have to judge this deal based on the video game aspect because that is what sony is judged at is sony judged as uh sony pictures with all the money they're making from spider-man and the mcu no. What about all the TVs and uh, and Blu-ray drives and everything that they do outside of PlayStation? Are they being judged that way? The answer is no. So again, here is where we start to get to the one-sided argument. And this is where, again, I'm, I'm, I'm a former New York City police officer, if you didn't know. Uh, I understand law very, very well. I don't know corporate law. That's That's out of my wheelhouse. So that's what we depend on people like Hogue Law, who popped by yesterday for 20 minutes to give us his opinion. And he believes that uh, this deal is going to go through and that th- that they really don't have a leg to stand on. I mean, you, you, if, like I said, I if you missed his video, well, he didn't do a video. He had a two-hour stream where he answered questions and he broke everything down. Uh, listen to Hogue Law. The guy knows what he's talking about. But I want to read another excerpt. Uh, from the announcement yesterday from the CMA. And it says this, the CMA gathered substantial evidence from Microsoft, ABK, and third parties to assess the significance of ABK's gaming uh, portfolio. This evidence consistently pointed towards ABK's content, especially Call of Duty, as being important and capable of making material differences to uh, to the success of rivals gaming platforms. ABK invests significant time and capital in creating regular Call of Duty releases, which consistently rank as some of the most popular games. These titles require thousands of game developers and several years to complete, and there are very few other games with similar caliber or popularity. Folks, check this out. Again, not a lawyer, but I I have a brain. May not be the biggest brain in the room, but it's a brain nonetheless. If you look at the last half of this uh, excerpt, this is directly from the CMA. 
That whole few sentences is literally what Sony said to the Brazilian government. So I'm just asking the question, did Sony's lawyers write this up for the CMA? Because it sure effing sounds like it. But here is where I want to get into the weeds, so to speak. And this is coming directly from Tom Warren, senior editor at The Verge. And this is what Tom had to say. And I'm going to read all all three tweets. And he says this, folks. I've read through the CMA's decision on Microsoft's uh, Activision deal. It's written like they want to protect Sony's number one position in gaming while also claiming there isn't much competition to Call of Duty. And he does a question mark. Millions of people still play CSGO. Every day in Apex Legends is huge. Well, you can also add uh, other things like, I don't know, Fortnite or Battlefield or Halo or whatever, and you can always, I mean, listen, we, we, we can go on and on about your favorite game being in the top 10 of games that are played. Uh, and he, this is what uh, Tom Warren had to uh, say in, in continued uh, response to this. He says, I'm not sure the CMA is familiar with the gaming industry when it says Microsoft has a strong position in gaming consoles. Is third place a strong position? And he puts down this, the PlayStation 4, 117.2 million sales for consoles. The Nintendo Switch is sitting at 111 million consoles sold. And the Xbox One, folks, a mere 58 million consoles sold. So he paints a picture that Sony is beating Microsoft right now. Two to one. And in some aspects, maybe even a pinch more. And then he continues. I think there are bigger concerns around Microsoft's Activision deal than Call of Duty. Microsoft can leverage Windows plus Azure. Unlike competitors, it can influence game distribution and percentage revenue shares across the industry with Game Pass. Look at Minecraft. The Call of Duty's concerns are just noise. Let's let's go to Mav on this. Mav, look, I, I'm all about bringing evidence and documentation to any kind of a fight, whether that's uh, you know, whether that's a small something small like an acquisition or or something huge like the CMA's claims. When you when it's broken down the way that Tom Warren explained it, it seems like they don't have a leg to stand on. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, and in fact, Tom Warren also had predicted the day before this that, you know, this was going to go into phase two, and that shouldn't be a surprise also, right? Because right. he had tweeted that just the day before. So when I actually got the, uh, tw- when I saw the tweet, and I and I look- and I read it out, and I was breaking it down, to just looking at this, I was I was surprised. I, I wasn't surprised that it went to phase two whatsoever. I, we all pretty much anticipated that, right? The fact that it was challenged by them is to be expected, especially in what a lot of people consider maybe the most strict um, regulation uh, committee with the C- with the CMA, right? You have the CMA, you have uh, the EU, and then you have the FTC, right? And those are known as like the, the three that you really have to get through. And it was to be expected to phase two with this. The, the surprise, which I actually have even more confidence because of this, that the deal is going to get passed through when I, when everybody was freaking out about this yesterday, 
being like, oh no, this is being challenged and it's 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 uh you know who knows what's gonna happen with this deal. I'm like, wow, okay, this is definitely going through now. Because I I was waiting to see when they actually challenged us if there was something compelling. Something that you know we we didn't all think of, something that's big that can really have a massive effect. But instead, they absolutely did no research and pretty much just copy and pasted Sony's response to the answers. Dude, that's exactly what it sounds. That's a fantastic point, dude. Really so well thought. They, they they literally just been like, well, we need to go to phase two on this. Somebody give us something, right? And Sony is the <laughs> only one that challenged this, right? That's why everything in that is regarding and relates back to Sony. Even their argument re, re, relegating... Uh, uh, to the cloud and how they they could have a uh, domination with the cloud still reverts back to damaging Sony in their language on that, on that. So everything is goes back to Sony as the number one victim in this. Right. And that's why all these experts out there are saying it, it reads like they're trying to protect the number one entity. In well, gaming. It, it, yeah, and it, it, it's, you're absolutely right. You know what? They are number one, and more specifically, the UK, they are number one. At at one point, Mav, during the uh, PS4, Xbox One generation, Sony was outselling Xbox nearly six to one. Yeah, and that is like the opposite of competition, right? Yes. When when you're actually going out, well, okay, um, we are not going to potentially allow this because like it might hurt the number ones sales that's actually protecting somebody in the industry where you're trying where the opposite is trying to force competition right so it's actually going against everything that the actual organization even stands for to begin with which leads to why did they do this because they were going to all along and they just needed to figure out some way to take this to phase two and figure out some some kind of leg to stand on and the only thing they had was what sony gave them and uh which is weak because if you look at it, everything that they're arguing against and damaging Sony and that argument can easily be answered back from many publishers, including definitely Microsoft, saying, look, what you're saying that we would be doing to Sony, Sony has been doing to us for like 10 years. You're talking about keeping games off of the ecosystem that's going to affect people's buying decisions, that's going to weaken the platform. Well, that's the situation we've been in for a long time now because they're keeping games like Final Fantasy and other popular franchises that are not easily replaceable off of our ecosystem by paying publishers. So when you're making the case that one game can have an effect on an entire ecosystem, which obviously it will, obviously it's going to affect their business some, but to the extent that they are fragile enough to potentially be unimportant in a few years or the, to the point where they're not going to be relevant or they're going to potentially have to go out of business is absolutely the most ludicrous thing you could ever say, especially when, number one, you're only talking about marketing rights for a shooter. Yes. Great marketing point. rights is yep. all this is about. This game is going to stay multi-platform, which they've said numerous times already, and they already have said that they're willing to sign whatever concessions necessary for making that 
a, a concession that's going to stay multi-platform, right? They, they've already been upfront about that from the get-go. In fact, even as far as like the two days after they announced this acquisition, they had a talk with Sony about it and then it publicly made a statement about it and have continued to do so numerous times. And the fact that this is all about a game franchise is one of the craziest, silly things I've ever seen. Now, Call of Duty is a huge game. It's it's massive. And yeah, so was Spider-Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, and, and I and I get to the point where Sony has been relying on those kind of deals, right? But that's saying that's the only way to do business, right? Is that Sony's entire business and their entire uh dependency to exist as a company is on the marketing rights for call of duty. If that is, if that's the case that they're making, then they've been in trouble for a really long time. Right. Which is not true. Right. There's so many other avenues that they can take, which they've already been doing. They've already bought Bungie uh, to make sure that they have whatever the next Bungie game is, you know, marketing for their, for their console. They're going to be able to make money off of all the stuff that they do, all these different things. They've been doing all these things, preparing. They're going into multiple markets now with PC and, and the cloud also now with, the, with their, with their own subscription service. Just this week, Mav, they bought a publisher, even though mobile. it's a small publisher for, uh, for what? Mobile for gaming. Mobile? That's yep. right. And they're going to develop a AAA action adventure game on, on mobile. They're going into all these different markets and everything. And for them to, to potentially plead the case that this one franchise is so important that it risks our future. It's it's so asinine. It's crazy. Now, the, the fact that they're trying to do this doesn't surprise me. In fact, I honestly think Sony should try and do this because they're trying to protect their business. Right. And you're going to try and make whatever case you can because you're trying to protect your business, your investors your entity as Sony. Now, their argument comes across weak as hell, and that's why it's even funnier that the CMA just ran with it because they know nothing you can tell about the industry, right? And the other thing about their Twitter accounts, whoever's running that, they got it's a some, 20-year-old dude. Yeah, they got like some teenager that took a break from doing ASMR videos and like just start started doing like, oh, let's go tweet this out right now. Oh, cupcake emoji, video game controller emoji. Oh, Mav. ban stop sign emoji. Let's go with that because we're blocking this deal. We're we're posturing, oh God, make sure people stuff. know we yeah. exist. We exist, and the whole point of this whole thing is to make themselves feel like they're worth it, to make themselves feel like they have a reason to exist, right? Because if you don't go against the biggest deal in video game history, then what's the point? So they're the whole point of this is for them to get some kind of concessions and all this kind of stuff just to prove their worth they're trying to make their paycheck right and they're posturing that's what that whole tweet was about it was like one of the most cringy things i've seen from like an official agency regarding a deal like this and it's it was absolutely crazy to read that um but this was to be expected obviously from from microsoft and uh from everybody involved because they already had those letters ready to go Right. They were they were those letters like from Phil Spencer that had to be poured over lawyers and uh, Brad Smith and, and even Bobby Kotick weighed in. We're all ready to go like in the a.m. right after this was announced. So they are definitely on top of this. They anticipated it, uh, obviously, with their discussions with the CMA. They kind of saw this coming 
And uh, now's the next steps. They said they have five days. We have, you have five days to respond to us and we're going to take a serious look at this is what they said with their, with their exclamation points and stuff on Twitter. So um, we're going to see what happens on the next few days, but I anticipate still this deal is going to close. In my opinion, it's just uh, like, like a lot of people anticipated from the start, like Microsoft anticipated, which has been, they've been on the ball with this whole thing from the get go. Uh, that's going to be probably uh, first half 2023. So yeah, nothing yeah, really I, changes in my eyes. I, I agree. Some people suggested that this might slow down the deal a little bit, so it gives uh, Sony a chance to put out their gas games. Listen, folks, if you think that those games as a service titles are going to pop out of someone's butt and they just announced those, that's not happening. So, do, do, Listen, take nothing away from the quality type of game that Sony makes. That That, that is not even mm-hmm. a question here. They, they, they make AAA movie-like experiences that do very well critically. Their their fans don't buy them as much. Te- you know, anywhere between 10 and 15% of said fans buy their first-party games, right? That's that's a fact. Go back as, as far as the PlayStation 2, and you can see what games sold, third-party games, right? That's why we're talking about Call of Duty, because Call of Duty isn't owned or operated by SIE. It's simply marketed by sie which they said in that statement call of duty makes the most money for a third party for sony and that's what they're afraid they're going to lose and yes they are going to lose it because i said this before how do you ask your playstation fans whether it's a diehard or a casual to spend 76.43 for a call of duty if you're buying it here in new york and then the other guy just announced a friends and family plan that you and four of your buddies could jump on one account, each have their own account experience for $5 a month. How, how do you ask your community to spend that kind of money? And you know what Microsoft is banking on once they own Call of Duty? Those same people that are paying $5 a month are going to be inclined to do what? spend money on microtransactions because to them they just got call of duty for free i'm telling you and it's going to be advertised and marketed just like that you're going to see billboards you're going to see subways you're going to see basketball courts and it's all going to say play the new call of duty whatever for five dollars a month if you're in the family plan I'm telling you, I, I, like I said, I've already given a million-dollar idea to, to, to Microsoft, and I'm going to get Ugats for it, right? But that, that's, that's a, uh, you know, a horse for another color. Let's, let me catch up. Before we bring AA, uh, Infinite AA into the conversation, I do got to catch up with some of the Super Chats. Um, and, uh, the, well, first of all, we got a, a, a UK lad, good friend of the program, has been a channel member for six months. Thank you so much for that. Definitely appreciate you being here, UK lad. Uh, Shooter, 2853, good and generous friend of the program, drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Boom, Infinite A, Web Day, Fuzzy, and Mav. Hope you're all well and safe. Uh, here, uh, Here is to an interesting show. Well, thank you for the generosity, brother. Definitely appreciate that. And, of course, I'm glad that you are feeling well and that you are of course above ground and hanging out with us on a glorious Friday here in new, new Rochelle, New York. It's a nice 74 degrees today feels like fall official. It's beautiful. 
Uh, and listen, we're going to be talking a lot. We got almost 400 people here, 28 minutes in. If you are someone that's finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. We have done some gangbuster numbers the last couple of days. I would even dare say the last two weeks. We have officially crossed 11K for a show that has only, I've only been doing YouTube for four and a half years. So to get this kind of success is uh, gratifying and humbling both at the same time. Uh, but we have another, we have two more super chats. The first one is Gary Barwick. Well, first of all, Gary, thanks so much for being here, but thank you for the outstanding $5 super chat. And he says this sounds like Sony knows it will go through. This could just be noise to prevent the deal going through before God of War releases. That's 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 an interesting theory because you just never know if this isn't some sort of a marketing scheme. Because you know, you know, listen. At some point, we I, you've heard me say this before. The marketing team that was at Sony. I don't know if they're there now because they've done they've stepped on their own D so many times in the last twelve and eighteen months. It's 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 embarrassing, but. Um, they did have a good marketing team, and they did rule the roost, so to speak, during the PlayStation 4 era. Not so much in this era, but Gerald Mack, good and generous friend who's been a channel member for six months. Thank you, Gerald. He drops an outstanding and very generous $10 Super Chat, and he says this, folks. With all of the success Sony enjoyed last generation, the mere fact that they can be dethroned has them shook in a pro. Uh, proverbial in their proverbial boots they begged for competition they got it and now we, we now we see they're not ready for it indeed i i think that all of the same people that said hey microsoft you should just compete are now like maybe we shouldn't have poked the sleeping bear because well here they are the claws and teeth are out and sony's about to get gobbled up but let me continue now we've heard from tom warren We've heard a lot of things from Tom Warren. Um, I want to talk about another uh, excerpt from. Let me see if this is the same. Uh, no, that, that that's actually the same. You know what? Let me before I, I read what Brad Smith and Phil Spencer had to say. I want to do the round robin and get uh, what exactly was said from the CMA as well as Tom Warren. Infinite Double A. Let's get your opinion on this. Tom, like I said, is normally very reserved. And he's very—he's a very good journalist. We've—we've—I I followed him for years, uh, and he really does hit all the hot button points in three tweets. What what are your thoughts on what he had to say? Well, I think he's just saying it as it is. Like they didn't doesn't seem like they even did their homework on this. Well, not only did they not do their homework, I think it's just what they're trying to do is say, hey, look. This is a political thing, in my opinion. They're just trying to say, hey, look, we're going to do our job. And they're making big noise about the fact that they this was going to happen regardless. I, I believe that a phase two is going to happen because that's the job. It's important to look to look at the competition and see, hey, is a monopoly going to be made out of this? They have to look deep. They can't just let it go over their head and say, oh, this isn't going to be a big deal. Right. So the fact that they're doing the, their job and make a big article about it and saying, Hurrah, we're doing our job, right? Okay. That, uh, so Tom Warren basically is saying, um, cool, you're doing your job. You're acting like a Sony fanboy, basically. The way you quoted your things. like It's not only the fact they're doing their job. That's obvious. It's the way they're talking about it. It's what they said about it. How, they, how they're saying, oh, 
Xbox is a leader in this market. It's like, in a sense, yes, they're a leader in the market. They have been for 20 years in a sense, but they've, they've had their ups and downs. The Xbox One generation, that, that, that wasn't it. That ain't it, folks, okay? Just saying. And Tom Warren knows that. We all know that. And they've had a lot of ground to make up. So PlayStation has been hammering them down for the past 10 years, and they finally are digging themselves out of that hole and are ready to compete. They're showing the world that they're ready to compete. And it seems like people don't like it because Microsoft, because literally people don't tend to like Microsoft at times, like in the early 2000s, late, to, late 1999 or whatever. They've been through the ringer already. They went through the FTC with monopolizing operating systems already. And they made concessions and they won the case. They, they basically conceded, okay, we, we will throw out a bone to Apple. Right? That's all they have to even do here. Okay, we'll throw out a bone. And that's what they're doing already. They're saying Call of Duty isn't going to be exclusive to the Xbox. Right? It's going to still be on all the games you can play. You, you, it, Phil Spencer said it. He said it really well. He's like, I'm not trying to take games away from people. I, wanna, I want people to play where they want to play on the platforms that their friends and family are playing on, you know? You, you, you look at Minecraft. If you look at Minecraft and what they did there, he even he even mentions Minecraft too. It's it's the same thing. Like a big franchise that was available on all sorts of different platforms and everything. They're not taking that away. So it boggles my mind, and I agree with Tom Warren. But I actually have another article I was reading by Paul Tassie. Yeah, what, what did Paul? What did Paul have to say? Because sometimes Paul could be a little quippy. Uh, what, what, was he uh, for, or was it was it a yay or a nay regarding what was said by the CMA? It was kind of in the middle, if I'm being honest. Okay, I mean, I mean, that's again, it's it's, it's not surprising because Paul Tassi, I, I I like some of the stuff that he does, but sometimes he doesn't commit. And and if you're telling me it's down the middle, well, then that's that then that's the problem. He's I can not committing it a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. We'll talk about it. So basically, I could see Paul Tassi's point of view playing devil's advocate. Um, he basically is saying it, it appears hypocritical, some of the statements that Phil Spencer and Brad Smith has said about the deal. And uh, basically saying, how can you not make Bethesda games exclusive and prove that you, you're not going to, at least right now? And that was the last big big publisher they bought up, right? But then right. you say you're going to make Activision Blizzard games exclusive. I'm not exclusive. You're going to put them everywhere, you know. So we, he's kind of wondering how you could say that, and it sounds hypocritical, is what, is what the article seems to me like he's trying to portray. And I can. It kinda sounds see like that. he's nitpicking. I, I agree, and welcome, yeah. Dreadpool. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, look first, first and foremost. Uh, can I? Can I? Here's, here's a great question. I'd love to ask Paul if I ever had him on the show. How could you take the face of Marvel, the world's most popular character, not 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 the East Coast or the left coast? I'm saying the world, the big old globe that we live on, the world's most notable notarizable character, the most popular character, and lock said character behind a freaking paywall to make people buy PlayStations because that is the only way you can play Spider-Man. 
I, I don't know, man. That that sounds a little hypocritical to me. No, boom. That doesn't count, man. It's, but you're right. It doesn't right. count. You Shame can't on me count for that. that. Anything <laughs> else you have to come up with that that justify? No, no, you can't count that either. But we'll be hypocrites, no problem. Yeah, um, I'll add the reason Paul pointed that out is because it was in the actual CMA argument as well. The fact that um, when discussing Call of Duty, they said that Microsoft has a track record of past franchises and making them exclusive on their console, which uh, if you watch the whole laws, whole breakdown was excellent because they're pretty much forecasting into the future because there's actually no proof 100% that Starfield technically will never come except for the fact that they've said that to PlayStation and also Elder Scrolls 6. But the simple answer to that with their argument and their question of, well, we don't believe you because, you know, of the statements you've made about Bethesda and this doesn't and this deal doesn't have anything to do with Bethesda. All they have to do is make a concession that the Activision Blizzard games will be multi-platform. But and they, if they sign kind of some kind of document about that, then that's all they really need to do. And it doesn't even need to do it for new IP. They only need to do it for the existing franchises that currently exist that are in question, like Call of Duty and so forth. So there's a simple answer to that question, and it would be probably around Call of Duty, Diablo, um, Overwatch. You know, the simple solution like is that. the simple solution is let Game Pass on PlayStation. And there you go. go. There Boom. you go, because wasn't it offered there, there Dreadpool? Yes, it was. It, it was offered, and what did it Sony was. say, Dreadpool? <laughs> we can't afford it. We don't want it because it's going to hurt us. Something to be said about that. I mean, look, uh, Infinite, first of all, thanks so much for bringing up the Paul Tassie. I didn't even look, honestly, uh, for his article per se. Um, again, it doesn't surprise me that he's down the middle. It doesn't surprise me in the least that he is uh, using... Uh, Bethesda games being exclusive, which if if you remember, uh, Microsoft said that uh, existing franchises, legacy titles would stay going, right? Uh, Fallout 76 is still on PlayStation. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online is on PlayStation still, right? No problem there. Why? And and, and this is this is this is you know before I I know Dave was here and fuzzy, but I I I, I want to grab Dreadpool's here because he's fired up like me. Dreadpool, oh, you have no idea how far yeah, that up I am. and that's that's why I, I want to go to you uh, because one of the things that makes me angry, I mean, like, really frustrates me as a podcaster, but more so as a, just a, a person that that does sees the right and wrong of things. Okay, why is it that Sony is absolutely allowed for Comblage to do and say whatever they want? They can charge $70 for games and people just get in line. They could turn around and uh, charge you $10 to upgrade to the PlayStation 5 version of a game when you have that game. There's no cross-buy for PC. If you own the game on your PlayStation, uh, you, you have to buy it again. They just raised the price of the, of the console. Understand something, folks. What Sony did last week is unprecedented. It has never been done in the history of gaming as we know it. No console has ever been out for two years and had its price increased by $50. It is unheard of, but they did it. And what do people say? I'll pay for greatness. They can charge me. It's perfectly fine. 
I Macro say that to be yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. But even more so than that, the 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 the, the they they released their own service, which obviously was made to combat Xbox Game Pass. That's that's why you have that's why we have Hulu and Netflix and Paramount and all of these different services, and that's why all of the content from one is staying on one and not moving to the other because everybody wants to make a buck and everybody wants you to subscribe. And Sony has found a way to not only not release day and date games, right? Not put their own first party games day and date like they could have with The Last of Us remake and, and, and gotten a ton of new subscribers. They they do that, but at the same time, without adding day and day games to make it more valuable. And 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 specifically, Mag, you talked about this last night, why you didn't resubscribe. Because Stray was the only new game, and this this month is not a new game. It's an old game. It's a great game. It's a it's a game of the year contender, but it's still an old game. And they're charging three dollars more than what you're asked to pay for regular Game Pass at fifteen a month. And then when you factor in, you're going to be able to put yourself and four other people on the friends and family plan. For Game Pass, when it's launched in this country for 25 bucks, Think about that for a second. Five people, day and day games, perks out the yin-yang, and you're logistically only going to be paying four or five people $6 more. I'm sorry, $7 more than what Sony is charging. That is mind-boggling. But listen, I've talked enough. I want to hear from Dreadpool's fired up. Dreadpool, what, what do you got to say about the CMA's defense force of PlayStation and not the consumer? See, let me explain. I just got back from taking Tiny Giant to school mm-hmm. and dealing with their gatekeepers on opening on time and attitude and all that. So this is why I'm really fired up. So I got the energy right now. I got to release it. And this is another one of those situations right gatekeepers right who's the big pimp here in the industry it's sony we already know that it's yep. it's always been like that and big pimp can't be wrong no matter what he does or she depending on how you look at uh, sony's uh, gender um but we'll go with that right so big pimp is now being infiltrated on another corner by another soon to be pimp we know that microsoft is a bigger pimp in the different sphere of the world when it comes to business so this is, you know, now they're feeling offended, right? So what do you do? You go out with your your media, right? IGN can't speak bad. I mean, we already saw that they cannot speak bad about a remake of a game that was already remade, but yet made up from the ground up, which it should be a 70, but we're going to give it a 10 or a They actually whatever. said that it should by all rights be a 70, but because it's it's, it's Naughty Dog's uh, um, ultimate classic, we have to give it a 10. Right. We have oh, wow. to. Wow. Okay. Right now, right. I'm compelled to because I thought it was such a great game, even though we already admit it, it's a 70. Okay. So when you look at that and you look at how they're handling it, it seems like yet again, there are. Uh, we just had this conversation. How many times were, you know, GameStop, right? Think of the same mentality. You walk in with an Xbox shirt and say, here, I'm here to order uh, for my. Um, Mortal Kombat pre-order, um, and they're like, "Oh, I don't see it here. Uh, there's nothing here for you." And I'm like, uh, "I was just told that it came in, 
it's for Xbox. What do you mean? They're like, oh no, we, we were looking at the PlayStation orders. Well, well, imagine what, what, immediately what you, what assuming. What do you yeah. mean? Well, that's the better version. It's the same thing. Yep. It's the same right here. It's the same mentality. You still have these people that are giving Sony the edge just because. And like I said earlier, it doesn't matter that they have Spider-Man. It doesn't matter. Even though they don't own it, they only own it for the game. They, own, they don't own it for <sighs> they don't own the IP like everybody says they do. They yeah. don't. They think they do. They don't. We've already gone over all this stuff. This is stupid, re redundant stuff. And that's what gets me is we're always going over this redundancy of explaining to the stupidity and idiocracy that we have to deal with. OK, so when, when we have to deal with all this stuff, it, it just it's it's so mind boggling. But yet now we have. Not just companies, right, not companies that have to get reviews and eyeballs. We are looking at governments that are being. They are. It, being it really does read coddled, like they're in the pocket, right? right? They are like, being coddled by these little immature idiots because it's a you're putting out a document. OK, this isn't just a business thing. This is legal tender that they're putting out there, right? As if it was money. Right. This is a document that you're putting out there from the government. Could you imagine the U.S. government? I don't care who the president is. I don't care what the drama is between our president or even Canadian president or Australian president. Right. They put something out there and, and they put it in a faxed document and the letter bind and all that crap. And then they, they, they got emojis. You know what, what kind of ridicule Dude, you get from this? I right? like I like I like I before you got into the show, I'm not gonna say who I spoke to, but I did speak to two people that I indubitably trust when it comes to the law, because like I said, I'm limited because I, I criminal law, I could tell you the, the patrol guide, I could tell you the, the penal law, no problem. But when it comes to corporate law, I mean that's that's like me trying to swim in mayonnaise. It's gonna end up drowning. I did ask them about it, and they actually said, based on the response, both from social media, which is something that's it's a big no-no, right? It, it, when you when you're talking about the law, because you give receipts, as the kids say, mm -hmm. and the way that the document was written, it clearly dictates that it, it it it's actually going to be worse for Sony and the CMA than it is for Microsoft. But please continue. You see, and that's that's the thing. Is is how is that illegal binding anything? Because if I bought a house and I put a happy face on there, what is that? You know, back in the day, I understand people couldn't spell. Okay, yeah, we're we're going back to that direction now because of these stupid school systems of we're not going to teach them cursive or how to write script, and and oh, lo and behold, no one can sign their stupid name, and this is the same mentality that we're dealing with. You know, these stupid little toxic fanboys. Yeah, are at, at at doing this right, and and here it is yet again. Like I said, we're going into corporations and beyond, and now we're going into governments, government bodies that are supposed to be looking out for us. Okay, granted, this is for Europe; they're supposed to be looking out for their people, their people, not Sony, their people. Doesn't matter if they're looking for the employees of Sony or the consumers or anybody else that are involved because the devs are also part of that people mm. okay so it's yep. not just sony as the company 
It should be Sony employees. And that's the problem here is they're looking to cover for the company. So it's like, you're going to tell me that you're not uh, a loyalist when it comes to that. You're not, you should not be a loyalist to any of this stuff, right? We should be a loyalist to our own selves, our own pockets, our own families. Okay. We should not be doing this. And, and this is showing you right now how deep of a pocket that Sony has been manipulating, right? Cause we're going to we're going to buy everybody out of uh game pass so you can't you can't put your game there well who does that screw blocking over? rights right who does that blocking screw over? rights that screws over yeah. the, the the um excuse me let me get my breath here it screws over the gamers yep but it also screws over the devs from having potential more money yep. all right and then phil and company have to sit there and reiterate no this is going open just like they did with apple just, you know, and, and you can cloud stream on your Apple phone without going to them. Right. Yep. So this is also allowing it because they wouldn't take the money and and allow it. So that way they can get a kickback or, or reduce the kickback. You know, so there's a lot of little little things going on with that. So they found a back door. We'll just make it a browser. Yep. You know, you get a browser on, on PS5. I know there's a way to do it. But there isn't, but there is one of that gray area thing, BS. I don't care. You know, but if you do something like that, hey, you can play a PlayStation and still get Game Pass, you know. But at the same time, it's it's they're too focused on a specific way of doing things, right? It's like the old school mom mentality. You know, we'll just get grab the pitchforks and riot. No, right? no, you 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 you're making a lot of good points, and the 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 terror tactics, as I like to call it, the bully like tactics mm-hmm. that Sony has conducted that conducted themselves for, for for years. This is this isn't a revelation, folks. This isn't we're hating on Sony because they make great games. That's not the conversation that we're having here. We're having the conversation that they have proven time and time again that they are willing to rub salt in your eyes to win the match. And I understand it's business. I'm not a boob here, ladies. I understand that they need PlayStation. PlayStation makes the most money for SIE. For the corporation of Sony, uh, PlayStation is is the is the breadwinner, so to speak. But just, just to give you an idea of how many zealots are in the world, I, I mentioned this before and I'm going to mention it again. You think you think this just goes for this deal that we're to, what, that we're referring to? And again, I'm going to get to Brad Smith momentarily after I talk to Web Dave and Fuzzy. IGN France, uh, this is their 100 out of 100 review of the Last of Us remake. If we were to judge Part One only as a remake, which isn't bringing anything gameplay or story wise, the the score would be a 7.0, 70 <laughs> out of 100. But at the end of the day. The Naughty Dog Masterpiece is getting the best version yet, so it couldn't be anything less than a perfect 10, is what they say. Well, Stever, or Steviver, or however you say it, S-T-E-V-I-V-O-R, they gave it a 6.5 out of 10, and they got a lot of slack for it. And this is what they said. This is like an old PC game that gets an HD texture pack by a modder, except that it has already happened. Officially from Sony on PlayStation 4 and is again happening now. And you're paying a premium for it each and every time. Shout out to Survivor or Staviva or whatever, however you pronounce it, because that is how 
again, I'm not a hater. Now, I'm not buying the game because I'm not spending 70 bucks for half a game. Uh, I would, I probably wouldn't have bought it even if it came with the multiplayer, which it doesn't, because I beat the game, played through it on PS3, bought the game when the play when 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 the the HD version came out. Uh, I know people bought it a third time when it came out on PC. Now they want you to buy it a fourth time. No, I'm not doing that, man. I'm not. I'm, just, I'm not doing that. Um, but uh, Dread, we will come back to you because we have more to get into. Regarding oh, yeah. what uh, uh, more and more importantly, what Brad Smith of Microsoft had to say, Dave, let, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Uh, I know that you you have a lot to say. Uh, obviously, there is there is a there is there is certainly something to be said about um, Sony being unbelievably concerned that this deal is going to go through, and when it goes through, there position as market leader is going to be challenged they will potentially hit second place i've already forecasted they're going to be in third place we're going to see the two companies swap uh because no one's going to beat nintendo if you if you're if you are uh behind nintendo uh you, you you're just not going to beat them and, and and sony's games as great as they are they take four and five years to come out and that that's just not good enough, which is why they have over a dozen g- gas games in development, which I think they're going to come out in rapid success and potentially be as buggy or terrible as some of their other games. Now, if they take their time with it, like they do, like God of War is expected to be a certified banger. Uh, and I, I, I don't I don't doubt that Sony Santa Monica is going to deliver on that game. But that game has been in development for since literally 2018 God of War came out. So it's going to have a four-year development time. It's probably going to be a good game. It's using a lot of the same assets, which were great. But if Sony rushes these games, they're going to they're going to be buggy potentially, like Horizon Forbidden West, which was buggy. What are your thoughts on on the the response from the CMA? Does it read like a manifesto from a fanboy or from an actual le- legitimate uh, uh, agency that's supposed to protect the consumer? No, it reads more like a fanboy, like you guys pointed out and and, and read that and clearly and 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 kudos to to Mav bringing out some amazing points uh, when he was talking. And I tell you, the the thing that uh, that a lot of people are overlooking is that um, with all that that they said, they you know they they put it back into the court. In other words, back in play, that they, they have five more days. I believe it is five to six more days. Um, to respond to these 20-something questions that they are submitting to Microsoft. Um, and if they get good answers on these or answers that they're satisfied with, <clears throat> then they won't bring it to, quote-unquote, round two of their um, of their discussion. But that is um, strictly, um, you know, that's, you know, that's where it's, where it's at. I, I personally think that it's um, this whole deal, the, the, I mean, it is going to be done before November. I really do believe that it's going to be done this year. A lot of people are saying, oh, no, no, it's this big slowdown. But, dude, this is all anticipated. This is all things that Microsoft is ready for. This is the kind of stuff that uh, Microsoft is a huge company. They're big. And if it comes down to it and they don't, quote, unquote, you know, get their way or they see roadblocks coming up that they, they feel are just completely unfair, Microsoft will take them to court and will sue them and will win this. And the CMA and any of the other bodies see that and know that. 
that they're just right now they're just trying to save face because they know this deal is going to go through. They're going to say, oh, we tried. And that's basically all this is about. Um, it's really not going to stop it. And, and there's some people in the chat that are already uh, coming at me. And that's okay. That's cool. Everybody's got their own opinion. My opinion is this deal is done this year and there is no stopping it. There's no way it's going to stop it because it doesn't meet these requirements of unfair practices. And basically what they're really looking at is that if it's unfair to uh, the consumer, which in no way is it, if you were going to apples to oranges, Sony is more unfair to the consumer than just about any company that's in. <laughs> hey, absolutely. Today. Oh, a great point, Dave. Absolutely. <laughs> so, great point. That is a, that's a fact. Yeah. That's, and it's just, uh, there's just no, um, you know, whether you're a fanboy or not, <laughs> because because of the fanboys when 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 you know when they when they come with this you know that's to them when those kind of points are brought up they're like you know ha well Sony's a better company you know Sony's a great company I love my PlayStation I love my Xbox I love my Nintendo I'm a gamer all right. the way around the board but when you got to see that it's uh you know open your damn eyes and see that this is obviously they're they're scared and they're nervous because like you like. Many points have been made already. They don't want to see their market share going. But the th the funny thing about it, even in their little argument about, you know, talking about the game companies or the gaming systems platforms in the UK, uh, you know, that the, the, the the Microsoft is a leader. Um, what stats are you checking? Because yeah. that's not true. That blatantly is not true. If you look at the numbers, Sony's in the lead or uh, uh, Nintendo's in the lead as far as straight up console gaming platforms. So those things right there and Microsoft, even after this deal is done, completely done, they are still not going to be the leader in uh, as far as revenue goes. That's going to be Tencent and Sony are still above Microsoft, even after this deal is done. Correct. So that's a great point. So, so, so this is all, it, uh, you know, I mean, I know it's something we're talking about because we're all passionate about it. And and I get it, but I I am man, I am so people mark my words, take a clip out of this, write this down. You can come at me later if I'm wrong, but before uh, 2022 is up, this deal will be officially done. This deal will yeah. be done in the one, U.S. One of, one of the things they and I and I, I I absolutely agree with you. I'm in your camp. I I don't think that this gets into 2023. I think by year's end, like I said, now if, if it moves past November, at least closer to Black Friday, it's not getting done into the first uh, quarter of the year. Only because we'll most go, what's that? We'll see. No, no, I'm saying, but 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 if it's not done by Black Friday, what happens is is that it gets put on the back burner because most people start. You know, you know, you you have Thanksgiving, Christmas, you have New Year's. People go away for the holidays. This this has to get done when when business is 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 in session, so to speak. Um, I I, I will say this uh, before bringing Fuzzy. Um, in order for this deal to be blocked, something illegal needs to be proven to the uh, the powers that be there has to be something illegal there has to be something that is uh, uh a forecast thrown up there to say if this deal is done they are going to go from 63rd in the market to number one and then and somehow uh numbers two from 10 are going to be put out of business and that's not even remotely happening 
Uh, there are so many other video game publishers that have big, big time first person uh, franchises. Now, again, you you can argue is Call of Duty bigger than Apex Legends or Fortnite? Well, I mean, I I would imagine that might be subjective, uh, depending on what year. Because last year, yeah, Call of Duty sold well, but it wasn't reviewed well, and a lot of people aren't playing a Vanguard. They're, they're playing Warzone, which is going to stay ultimately on every console because, well, it's a free-to-play game. It's going to be up there with uh, the, the the Fortnites. It's going to be up there with the with the Halos if 343 ever gets their shit together. <laughs> it's going to be up to, you know, with the Apex Legends and such. There, there is competition, healthy competition in the market. So to suggest otherwise is just a blatant lie that that's that's just the bottom line but listen fuzzy before i get to you and we get to what brad smith had to say uh after that i do want to catch up with some of the soup chats been quite a few of them uh i want to thank uh the dusty uno who has become a new channel member or re-up the channel member dusty thank you so much for doing that we here at double barrel gaming incredibly appreciate the support we also have Jason uh, Purcell drops a very generous $10 super chat and says this. Sony is more concerned that now every time Call of Duty or DLC microtransactions are purchased on PlayStation, Microsoft will be making money. Microsoft is happy to sell Call of Duty on PlayStation. They absolutely are. I, that's a thousand percent. I originally, when you heard me uh, talk about this deal, I said, yeah, Call of Duty it's 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 not the biggest part of the deal. And then I sat back on it and said, "What's wrong with me?" Of course, it's the biggest part of the deal because it's one of the most popular franchises. But you you know you can't. You, there's room again, the room to argue how many other franchises that they're getting that they're going to make money on. Uh, Dan, the man Cunningham. Dan, what's going on, brother? Welcome back. And he drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "Sony is trying to block this as a stall tactic." Uh, they know Microsoft won't make any purchases while they wait. Yeah, someone actually said that to me as well. Giving Sony more time to buy developers. Yeah, that's a strong and very, very thought-provoking point. Uh, it makes you wonder if they have... I mean, look, the, the, the next purchase for them by all rights is probably Square Enix, which Microsoft did. I don't think it was even interested in anyway. Uh, and that's going to be a big one. Square Enix, even with uh, even if it shaved its legs and it got rid of Crystal D and uh, and um, <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it definitely shed its skin, so to speak. Um, I, 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 it's still going to be a very hefty purchase for them. No one uh, stopped the Ac- uh, Activision from buying any other games or companies. They actually did not. That that is incorrect in saying so. So maybe that we maybe maybe we can see uh, some shenanigans, so to speak. Uh, we, we we shall see. But uh, Gary Barwick drops an additional two Super Chats, the first one of a monster $10 Super Chat. He says, in the past, Microsoft never had Game Pass. Exclusives were important then. Now Microsoft does not fear multi-plats and could release Halo or uh, uh, or GOW on PlayStation, uh, Gears of War is talking about, uh, for shits and giggles. Indeed. Uh, look. It's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care where your allegiance lead, where, where it lies, what flag you fly, right? First of all, everyone here is welcomed in this house. I don't care where you play, what, what, who you like better. It doesn't matter because everyone here is a gamer. 
And we love that you come and hang out with us each and every week. So that's not the problem. The problem is Sony has been a dominant force in the market for so long. They, they don't know what third place looks like. And they will. And that's what they are afraid of. Uh, but um, Gary Barwick drops an additional $5 super chat and says this. So, folks, Sony sells you. This is great. Sony sells you a cow at high price, then milks it, then sells the milk back to you at a premium price because it's an expensive cow. I mean, that is Sony in a nutshell. Absolutely good stuff there, Gary. And thank you again for the generosity. Let me add to that. They'll also sell you the manure and the gas that comes out of there. They they probably would. They just did. They're cheap MFs like that. Uh, Listen, Fuzzy, you had a lot to say yesterday. Uh, I'm actually going to get your point. I'm going to read what Brad Smith had to say, and I'm going to come right back to you. What what are your thoughts? Have you had a chance to digest what the CMA said? And again, does it seem like it could potentially give more ammunition to Microsoft's lawyers as this deal being looked upon with a keen eye, more so in the favor of PlayStation's market share and their number one position versus the community, the people, the gamers, the consumers, which is what this entity is around to protect it, it it definitely raises some eyebrows as far as for a a government body that's supposed to protect consumers just after or actually I guess it's just before the actual price hike because I guess it goes into the effect around the fifteenth or so but it, it's kind of funny since it's public knowledge that their prices are going up in that area or in that region and they're concerned about this this uh, deal <laughs> preventing Sony from having or Sony uh, platform hold, um, customers from having access to the game in the future when right now playstation is doing that with like your final fantasies and a few other uh um series and stuff like that but um i think the big thing now is it it it, this deal is is it's going to go through but the the key thing is much like mav said earlier with them already basically doing the copy and paste of what uh sony said in brazil there really isn't anything that Microsoft isn't already prepared for. Like this should, should be a, a slam dunk for Microsoft's lawyers and Brad Smith, just in general for rebutting each and every one of those, those points. And then possibly throwing some additional things where they, they did mention as far as like with the exclusivity of like the Bethesda games and things, but yet a lot of the stuff with the exception of Bungie, uh, that PlayStation has purchased or exclusive to that platform as well. So it, it it's it definitely comes across as fanboyish on the CMA's standpoint. But uh, much like everyone else has said, it doesn't seem like they did as much research prior. So lifting the stuff from the Brazil uh, documents and things like that seems like at least saves face that they were paying attention, but even though they weren't. But um, I, I just I I can't wait to see the clapback, much like we saw in Brazil when the lawyers are able to respond, which they they will more than likely do within that five day deal, considering how well prepared they were for the response uh, yesterday morning. I I, I anxiously uh, uh, await those those responses. But uh, if if you want to do the the Brad Smith quote as well. <laughs> 
Yes, uh, real quick, I uh, want to just uh, shout out uh, Jason Purcell, uh, who drops an additional $5 Super Chat, but what he says is pretty damn interesting. The biggest argument against CMA is that nothing prevents a user from buying both consoles. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, what what a revelation. Jason, thank you for that. And it seems as simplistic as that is, it seems as if, well, if you buy an Xbox, you can't have a PlayStation because your hands will fall off or something stupid like that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But listen, I, I want to read what Brad Smith has to say. Um, and uh, look, again, this article that I pulled and I'm reading from, got to give credit where credit is due, windowcentral.com. I believe it was written by, of course, who else? Jez Corden, friend of this program, one half of the Xbox Two podcast with Randall Thor, who's closing in on 100,000 subscribers. Congratulations. Well-deserved. You guys rock, and I'm happy to call you brothers and, more importantly, friends. But let me continue with this article from, of course, Windows Central, uh, in response, Microsoft's president and vice chair, Brad Smith, issued the following statement, folks. And this is what Brad Smith had to say. We are ready to work with the CMA on next steps and address any of its concerns. Sony, as the industry leader, says it's worried about Call of Duty, but we've said we we've said we are committed to making this game making the game available on the same day. On both Xbox and PlayStation, we want people to have more access to games, not less. Now, here is another quote. I figured, you know what? F it. I'm here. Let me read you what CEO of Microsoft Gaming, good old popper Phil Spencer, had to say. And he also added a lengthy blog post, which I'm not going to read all of it. I'm just going to read one excerpt from it. And again, Coming from Phil Spencer, he says this, and I quote, we are expanding choice in two ways through the creation of Game Pass, which gives players a subscription option. And by bringing more games to mobile platforms, including through our cloud game streaming technology, subscription services like Game Pass make gaming more affordable and help players from all over the world find their next favorite game. Game Pass empowers developers to bring more games to more players, not fewer. We intend to make Activision Blizzard's much-loved library of games, including Overwatch, Diablo, and Call of Duty, available in Game Pass and to grow those gaming mm. communities. By delivering even more value to players, we hope to continue growing Game Pass, extending its appeal to mobile phones, and any connected device seems almost the opposite fuzzy of what Sony's walled garden is. If you're not on a PlayStation four, you're not on a PlayStation five. Guess what sucker? You can't play Spider-Man. You can't play for, for spoken. You can't play final fantasy 16, seven and whatever else comes, but no, Microsoft says, hey, listen, we're going to compete. We're going to get Call of Duty. We're going to leave it on your console, and it's still an effing problem. By all means, take it away, Fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, it, it just seems like with, with Microsoft having to reiterate everything that they said before as far as the games remaining on those other platforms, it, it just feels like the, the CMA kind of just – 
were either not paying attention or just completely oblivious to what was discussed prior, which seems like they weren't doing their job. But I, I, I just have to believe that there's somebody over there that that kind of realizes how they unscrewed up as far as not knowing or understanding that Microsoft has already stated that the concerns that were addressed in those documents from the CMA, that Microsoft has already answered that. It, and I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll go through the motions as far as, you know, sending and highlighting, probably, you know, having a highlighter marker or something like that, highlight all the points that they made before. But, you know, this this should be a fairly quick and simple, you know, uh, response type of deal where all they have to do is look at what Microsoft has said. The paperwork is there. If if the concessions are are required, where they want something in writing, they they've already you know said it publicly. So I'm pretty sure Microsoft won't have any problem putting it in print. But it it just comes down to the CMA just needs to take a step back and realize that this public theater or however you want to describe it may not benefit them in the long run if if they don't take the interests of the consumer over uh, Sony Corp, you know, a little bit more seriously, it's especially considering the price hikes and, and other practices that Sony has had over the, the past decade or so. But um, yeah, it, it, thanks to Phil, thanks to Brad Smith for them, you know, reiterating and responding rather quickly, you know, just restating some of the stuff that they've said prior to the FTC and other, you know, governing bodies in reference to, you know, putting some of the, the fears, you know, aside as, as far as access to the games. I mean, what better way to have access, whether it be mobile, PC, your TV, or, you know, if Sony breaks down and puts the actual app on the play, PlayStation 5, or at least a browser, because at least there's that option as well. But, um, man, <laughs> the CMA just feels like they they quickly copy the, uh, the kid next to him's homework and, and, you know, just put that out publicly and didn't realize the clapback that they're going to wind up getting. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let, let, let me bring in Infinite AA, get your opinion. But before I do, I, I want to read a, a quote chat from uh, XTH27 uh, Lost. And thanks, Dave, for throwing this in there. He says, Sony made $6.8 billion on Spider-Man and they made $500 million off of God of War and just Call of Duty Cold War they made $4.6 billion. And I wonder why they're doing everything they can to stop it. So think about that. They made $6.8 billion off of Spider-Man. <laughs> right? That's not an IP that they own. They licensed that IP from Marvel. And again, like I've said, it makes perfect sense that that IP, uh, the use of it, is tied into, of course what we think is the MCU sharing deal, which is why they have Marvel seem to be locked down. You know, right? They Wolverine is coming. Spider-Man 2 is coming. I've heard from a very, very good source that there is a third exclusive for Marvel coming for Sony. I mean, Marvel is the hottest thing, right? Marvel is, is, is hotcakes right now. Microsoft doesn't have Marvel locked up. Hell, they don't even have an exclusive of their own. They're sharing it like everybody else. Makes you wonder... Uh, Tom from Toonami, which I love the name, Tom, he drops a very generous $10 super chat. Just yesterday, Michael Pactor said on David Jaffe's show, and here's the thing about David Jaffe. I don't like 
a lot of his takes. I don't. I've, I've said that publicly. I don't hate him at all. I just don't like a lot of his takes. He's very, very, he's a little bit too edgy for my taste. But you got to give the guy credit in the last couple of weeks. He has been hitting home runs with his points. But let me continue. Yesterday, Michael Pactor said on David Jaffe's show that he had told Jim Ryan, Game Pass is going to eat your lunch. Now seeing how Sony is acting to the ABK uh, deal that Ryan knows he should have listened in freaking deed. And you know something? Kudos to you, Tom, because I didn't even know that happened yesterday. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, but listen, Infinite AA, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Hearing what Brad Smith and both Phil Spencer has to say, do you think that, I mean, again, the, the more evidence that seems to be levied against the CMA, the less legs they seem to stand on. What are your thoughts on that, man? Well, I don't think they have any legs to stand on. I think the deal is going to go through. Personally, I think it won't go through till the beginning of next year, but okay. that's just that's just me. We'll see. Um, but for one, why is it a thing where Xbox can't have exclusives anyways? Why does PlayStation get a golden pass where they get to have as many exclusives they want? No one bats an eye. And I see this on the internet all the time. No one bats an eye. It's like it doesn't even matter. The moment that Xbox announced exclusivity, even a timed exclusivity, market exclusivity, look at the Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Great example. Great example, dude. So, but on that note, Phil Spencer basically is reiterating what he says all the time. He's basically talking about affordability, you know, making people, letting people play where they want to play. And I just go back to the what was it? The Bloomberg article where he talks about exclusives and how exclusives are just going to go the way of the past anyways. And Sony's going to have to either accept that or be in there in the stone age, basically once 10 years from now, people are going to be playing games on whatever they want to play. They're not going to have to buy a PlayStation five to, to play Spider-Man. You know, they already don't with the remaster version that just came out. So in my opinion, it's just, it's just a lot of noise being made, and we see this all the time anyways. It's nothing new. People love making noise about how Microsoft this, Sony this. It's, all, it's, like, it's like they're in the ringer constantly, and it gets a little irritating sometimes, but at the end of the day, it's just, it's just games, and it's been spicy lately, but that's all I have on it. That's my take. No, I mean, and it's and it's and it's a great hot take. Uh, uh, I, okay, now I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch butcher this poor person's name. You know what? I'm just gonna throw it up on the screen so you can see it because I don't want to. I'm terrible with names. This incredible user says the CMA wants uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation Plus. You know something? I don't doubt it. But here's the thing: when you spend seventy dollars, seventy dollars, imagine seventy billion dollars. On an uh, on on a uh, a bunch of uh, of companies that that obviously exist within Activision, Blink, uh, uh, Blizzard, and King. I don't care who you think you are. You can't tell me where I'm going to. I'm going to put it on my service that I spent billions upon billions of dollars building, which I was told by the Sony camp, by their fans, by the same gaming media that this was. Microsoft committing suicide, that Game Pass was going to be a never was. How many times did we hear that? How many times 
was Phil Spencer clowned about Game Pass. Well, more so, we want to reach 3 billion gamers. Ha, look at that guy. He's a fool. And look who has the last laugh right now. And now we have we have a, a company like Sony, who is the bully, who is the market leader, crying like bitches. And that's, simp- and that's my only curse of the day, but that's exactly what they're crying like. Uh, Mav, where do you take this conversation next? Because obviously you guys knocked it out of the park yesterday. Your opening statement or your opening salvo was amazing. Hearing Brad Smith uh, say, you know, confirm that, yes, Call of Duty is going to stay everywhere. We've already said that. Um, I, I can see them actually putting that in writing, per se. But I can't see anything more than that. Because I'm not Sony isn't spending seventy billion dollars, and we're going to tell them where to put Spider Man or anything else, right? So I don't think Microsoft should be told where they have to put their game. But they already said it. We're putting it over here. But this idea that they want it in in their service, no, I, I would I would go to court on that. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the deal as a whole and what the CMA challenged here, like those are the easy concessions to make, and it. That's what this is all about now, them earning their paycheck and getting Microsoft to make those concessions that they've already committed to. They just have to actually get them to sign off on that way. When they sign off on those concessions, they can say publicly, we accomplished something. We deserve to exist. We've earned our paycheck. We protected the consumer. Call of Duty is going to be everywhere. And guess what? That'll keep Sony relevant for a long time. So you can thank us uh, gamers and, and people around the world and, that's all this posturing is kind of about really is what it seems like. Now um, I think that's the next steps. The the question is now is how long does that process take? How many negotiations are there? What is the exact language they want? Are they going to try and prevent call of duty from being able to go into something like game pass, right? In order to keep that from strengthening their cloud offering so much, which is what part of that language was. And if that's a a concession they want to make, that ain't going to happen. And Microsoft's end, and that's going to be something that's going to be a challenge. But I've seen a lot of people say, just sue, just sue. Well, that's the worst case scenario in this, besides a deal just not going through, period. Because if that were to happen, this deal gets tied up potentially for years, right? And then that's people get employees get stuck in limbo, Activision Blizzard gets stuck in limbo, Microsoft gets stuck in limbo, and guess what? The gamers get stuck in limbo, not knowing what's going to happen for a long time. And it's unclear for me if they're, how they'd be able to operate within that time period. So I think Microsoft wants to avoid any kind of actual lawsuit or anything. That will go there if they absolutely have to. But they've been on top of this from the beginning with concessions. They've already also conceded things to the EU with uh, changing their licensing with the cloud offering with it, with Azure. Uh, they announced that last week, actually. And... Uh, they had previously mentioned that with the talking to regulators in the EU regarding uh, people that had commented that they ha- Microsoft was getting so strong with the cloud in those certain markets that uh, it was going to be hard for them to compete. So they uh, Microsoft actually changed how they do a lot of those deals with the with the cloud to again to appease the EU and that's part of this, right? So they've been on top of all of these different things from the get go. Now, if you look back at the also what the what the CMA is challenging here, they are con- contradicting themselves in this whole stance that Sony can't compete without Call of Duty. They also acknowledge that Nintendo is part of the conversation, but they say Nintendo's different because they make family friendly stuff. 
Well, that is a complete avenue in the market. And they are saying that Nintendo can't compete in the market without Call of Duty. There so you go. you you go and you contradict yourself saying Sony can't compete without this, but oh, but Nintendo can just because they're different. It doesn't make any sense. Like they actually gave ammunition in their actual statement with a major contradiction that is all you need to know. And it's also goes beyond that because if you go into the cloud offerings and the subscription offerings and everything like that and say, "Well, they have a strong they're they're going to be so strong they can't compete." Well, guess who already has those things and already has a major massive ecosystem revolving uh, storefronts on all these Steam. different devices and stuff? Not Steam, but also Apple and Google. Yes. Who are two games. of the major com- competitors, right? Yeah. So you're going into – you can't argue against the cloud, really, because Amazon has such a strong cloud offering across multiple forms of entertainment, and they're also going into gaming. Uh, they're making acquisitions as well, and they're also – uh, paying for games to be in their services, right? You can't go against the mobile market because guess what? Android and, uh, or sorry, Google and Apple have such a strong foothold on that. And then also you can't go against Sony because they're the market leader on console who goes and they actually buy exclusive for their platform to keep it off of the competition. Guess why? To hurt the competition and keep them strength at number one. So you yep. cannot go with any one of these arguments and actually claim that there is some kind of way that this is going to potentially foreclose Sony yeah, and actually Very damage the business too. beyond competition. It is absolutely ludicrous in any kind of the arguments, and it's just a slam dunk. And again, it's all about posturing, making themselves feel important. They have to look at it because it's a $70 billion deal. They're doing their job the best that they see how. It's just absolutely they have nothing to work with, so it looks yep. so stupid at the it end does. of the day. Yeah, it, it, man. It, yeah you know what? It, it's it's short-sighted, but it's also – I love what you, how you put it. It's literally giving ammunition to Microsoft's lawyers to say – like I said, if you read it, I think they mentioned Nintendo – only yeah, they, two they, times they mentioned Nintendo, but they're like, they, they, they like mentioned Nintendo's part of it, but they're like, but then they go and try and exclude them because they make more family friendly games. It's dumb, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, like it's, oh, it's, oh, okay, that doesn't exist now because they make family friendly friendly content. Like you, like okay, that's that's fair, I guess. You want to try? They're trying to make like excuses for like the the reasons why Nintendo's okay without the, those games. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just absolutely insane uh, if you read it. And that's why I think it was just copy and paste Sony's responses. And that's the easiest thing to battle against, right? Because uh, Sony, like we all know, has been the ones actually raising the barrier for gaming. And that's why Brad Smith and uh, my, and uh, Phil Spencer also said we want to make games more accessible to people, not less. Right? Yes. Great point. Yep. Good stuff. I mean, listen, I, I, you completely knocked out of the park. Dreadpool, I, I saved you uh, last for a reason. Um, first of all, one of the biggest takeaways reading the document, and I read through it almost twice, is the fact that, A, they only mentioned Nintendo twice. And Nintendo's a very – I was going to use the point, but I'll, I'll reiterate what Mav had to say. Nintendo's success clearly is just based on family-friendly games. But what don't they have? like Mag mentioned, is that they don't have Call of Duty, but they're still <laughs> successful as all hell, right? So they're much more successful than Microsoft, 
and Sony is more successful than them, right? Well, I mean, Matt brought up a great point. Sony seems to be circling the wagons and making it difficult for their community and potentially new consumers, but no one sees that. $70 games, $10 upgrade freeze, PlayStation Plus is more expensive, raise the price of the PlayStation 5, no cross-buy on PC. I mean, like, I can just keep going and going. I mean, hey, do you guys, folks, you remember when they said there was going to be a free upgrade path for Horizon Forbidden West, and then they said it wasn't, and then the people got outraged, and we came with the uh, torches and pitchforks, and they said, okay, yeah, you know what, our our mistake, we'll, we'll give you this one, and they hit it on the PlayStation 5 where you can actually find the upgrade, the free upgrade from PlayStation 4, which is the version I bought because, well, it was 60 bucks. So why shouldn't I buy it and get the free upgrade, right? And do you know how I was able to get that upgrade, ladies and gentlemen? I was able to get that upgrade by going to the PlayStation app and finding it. And I had to go on the social media and actually put that out there. Hey, folks, go to the app to get the download, to start the download with your console on because you can't find it actually on the console holy shit and no one said anything so dread in closing of this topic because we're going to get to what happened late yesterday and i think there's there's a strategic reason why microsoft let this out of the bag so to speak does sony or the cma have a leg to stand on moving forward Uh oh, are you muted there, Dreadpool? Oh, there's Joe. Yes, welcome, Joe. Uh, you, you're I, muted. I, I was muted. Okay, I'm Joe, we'll get to you in a hot second, brother. Welcome. Yeah, Joe's hey. gonna... welcome, Joe. Welcome, Joe. I'll let What's him up? follow me up here too. Um, yeah. So it's 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 that the, the whole bully synonymous, you know, synonymous of playing victim. You know, here we are doing this and this and that, but yet he he swung at me. But yet you've been pushing them nonstop, and finally you got to. This is this back. is this is a very much a very similar thing right? you see on YouTube. The bully or the kids picking on the one kid, right? He could be a big kid, he'd be a small kid. He's meek, right? He doesn't want to fight. He's he's, he's like this in the corner, and they poke and they poke and they poke. And at one point, he picks the bully up, he drops him on his shoulder, he breaks it in three places. The kid's crying, people are running, and the principal comes and says. How dare you, young man? But no one says to the bully, you shouldn't have been picking on him for the last six months. I, I mean, this is this is that's, crazy. That's exactly the thing, you know. And how many times how many times have you heard a company when they do something like this speak out to the public to say, Hey, look, we're we're gonna we're gonna make this acquisition. We're we're planning on buying this company, and we're going to do this, this, and this with their IPs when they become ours. Never. It's supposed to be illegal, right? That's that's what they say. You you don't talk about companies because if something happens, you can bankrupt that company, right? Because you know, I mean, you can make the stocks fluctuate. Your company will look. I mean, look at great. Tesla. Perfect, mm-hmm. great example, yeah. Joe. Great Tesla example. Twitter. Good one, thank you. But that's the thing, right? And here they are forced to say something. To say, hey, look, you know, we've already said it multiple times. This is what's going on. This is what we plan on doing. You know, you're putting them in there. Okay, okay, you know what? You want to throw Starfield out there and bring that back up because it's a sore subject for you? I'll I'll do a trade with you. All right? We'll make Starfield multi-plat. 100% multi-plat, right? Across the board, no problem. You give us Wolverine multi-plat. 
Mm-hmm. And right. it would never happen. Exactly. That, that, exactly. exactly. Guys, that would never. Yeah. Keep Starfield. It looks mid. Give us Redfall. <laughs> Joe. 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 Joe's already Joe. stoking the fires. Folks, real quick. If you don't know who Joe Mr. Bearbit is, he's an amazing PlayStation representative. He does it in the right way. He has a PlayStation podcast called The Trophy Room. It's boomstick approved. You got to get over there. You got to sub his channel. These guys are legit awesome. And they came with one of the first PlayStation uh, representatives to come out and say this price increase is one of the only ones. BS, but we'll get to you in a second, Joe. Please, please continue, Dred, because I like what you're putting down. But, you know, that's the same mentality, right? We, we are um, we're hurting, but we're number one. We're, we're this, we're that, but they put themselves all over the board. They denounce what's going on with Nintendo because, oh, it's it's a family-friendly. But have you seen some of the games that they have there? Mm-hmm. Okay, hey, so, Nana, for one. Yeah, I don't know. You can upskirt that one, no problem. Uh, you just make her do a flip kick, and there you go. You know, all the pervs are out there. Uh, but you, you do all this stuff, and yet, you, like I said, they're they're putting themselves as a victim. They're putting the other ones down. They're... they're they're hypocritical about everything that they're doing, yeah. right? Um, you just mentioned earlier, right? The price increase, uh, the console we know is you know, every year. We know that these consoles, um, after so many batches that they've ordered, right? They make tweaks to them. We already know that. And yeah. I don't know why everybody's making such a big deal over this next one. Oh, there's less hardware. There's, there's less material. It's a lot lighter. As well as it should be. The problem is where they should be freaking out is that the price is increasing. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. is that? If you're using less material, what is going on? Well, obviously they should be using, you know, and this is where I'm siding with them. They should be using better material. That's cheaper to make and manufacture and faster, more reliable. That's the whole thing of doing these things. They it's been synonymous before the Xbox had a slim, yeah. right? You had variations of these motherboards and chips and all that before they came out with slims and and uh, redesigns and all that that's part of the redesign is that it's the prices have either stayed the same or they've come down you never see it go up so what's the justification there if you've already made profit off of this console and you're saying that it's going down yet again it's that same mentality of we're a victim but yet we're going to bully you across and and the other mentality of this, this, I mean, I okay, fine. You know what? I'll go ahead and say it. Terry Crews is our next president. That's the direction we're freaking headed to. Okay, if Terry anybody, Cruz, seen, I'd feel for him. Is anybody? I, seen I actually would vote for Terry Crews. I'm not going to front because he has some big pecs and he always does that. Dude, it's exactly. hilarious, but and he's a good dancer. You guys, if he's you a really seen, good dancer, by the way. <laughs> but if you guys seen Idiocracy, you'll know you'll yeah. understand what I'm talking about. You know, Gatorade for for the grass. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and that's where we're headed to. We're we're headed to this this mental state of, oh yeah, no problem, we'll do this. But mm-hmm. this company's bad. But this company's good. Wait a second, no company's good. They're all bad. You know what I mean? We we yet again, I said it earlier. We should be thinking for ourselves, for our families, right? We should not be letting them walk all over us. Yep. You know, we 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 all the whole world righted up against gas pre- uh, increase or the prices. Right. There was many factors, not just the the thing that's going on on the other side of the world. There's many factors locally 
that's also affected this, right? But there's a lot of stuff that's behind the scenes that we don't see, but we still have to uprise and say something. We have to speak out. We have to say, hey, look, this isn't right. What's going on here? You know, we have to know what's going on. We have to ask and, you know, demand in a respectful way of what's going on. Why is this increase? You know, I'm not saying it's justified, but I'm also saying, uh, what the hell? You know, you got to, there's got to be something there. It might, what, what, what more am I getting with this? You know, and you got, you got more stuff coming on down the line, just like Xbox does. They, there's more stuff coming on down the line. We just don't know it yet. You know, and you're halting over something like this. Why? Why are we doing this? There shouldn't be this. You know, we should all stand up together as gamers. doesn't matter that Joe's a PlayStation fan. He, uh, he obviously doesn't like Starfield. That's fine. He's a gamer. He's allowed that opinion. He's allowed to like, um, what was the other one Redfall. he said? Uh, Redfall. Redfall. There you go. Redfall. Redfall He's allowed yes. to like that, right? I've said I wasn't too interested in it until these last couple ones that they showed some in play, uh, you know, in gameplay and everything. It's like, ooh, and then finding out we can have multiple. Ooh, that's even cooler. You know, that's the idea is we should be sharing our hobbies. Right. And standing up together as gamers, not splitting and dividing ourselves amongst the stupidity that these companies are forcing us into. You know, at least the Xbox right now, they're trying to make like the good guy. Right. I believe Phil is honestly trying, you know, because he is a gamer. I believe he's trying to be more diplomatic about a lot of stuff. Because remember, you know, the Kumbaya everybody talks about. Well, guess what? There's the other thing about Kumbaya. Speak softly, carry a big stick. Yeah, there's also nothing wrong with diplomacy, which is something that mm -hmm. I that has ruled my, my 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 being from the beginning. Whether I was wearing a uniform or not, I always use diplomacy. I think it's incredibly important. And you're seeing that actually be used right now. But listen, let, let's bring Joe into this because we are getting closer to the two-hour mark, and I do have one small topic that was come out. There. Joe, listen, you were yeah. one of the first PlayStation podcasts to come out and say in unison, this $50 increase is madness. And, yeah. and, and like I said, you – look. No one on this panel, no one of the near 500 people we have here will deny that Sony's games are not quality. Maybe they're not your type of game. And if they're not, I absolutely hear you. They're my type of game, but that's that's not the conversation we're trying to have. They put out incredible experiences each and every year. They make a lot of money. They have a lot of fans based on the experiences that they have. I just had a curiosity when you read, because you're in marketing, you have a marketing yeah. degree, you understand this. When you, as a professional, read what the CMA said, you must have been shaking your head like, what just happened? Oh, okay. So let's get to the regulators. So here's what happened. You know the Brazilian thing that happened a few weeks ago? Right. Yeah, that was probably something copyrighted. So probably, you know, if I'm Sony, I have a... <laughs> a small company of lawyers that I work with. So I want to throw this into another perspective, right? So this is that release that they shared to the Brazilian uh, government. It's probably the same list of complaints over at the CMA, right? I, I would imagine so, like almost copy and just, paste to your point, yes. Exactly, just in Portuguese instead of you know English. Logic. So, yeah. So when I take a look at this, I'm like, okay, 
Think about it in your perspective. You are about to lose the thing that makes you the most amount of money every year, which could be Call of Duty, right? So if I'm a lawyer employed by Sony, my job is to make sure that we have it in writing that Call of Duty stays with us, right? Or we have it in public record that Call of Duty stays with us. We need that to be guaranteed because my job is online. Not not Mr. Jim Ryan, job as the lawyer. So their whole thing is, hey, there's a once in a chance, a, a once in a lifetime opportunity to make sure that this doesn't affect us. We need to make sure it doesn't affect us because it hurts my bottom line, makes me look either good or really bad. So if I'm Sony, I understand why they're doing this. 100%. It doesn't have to. I'm not thinking of Joseph logic. I'm thinking of I'm about to lose a, a major corporation. I'm about to lose a hundreds, a hundreds of millions, billions of dollars right now. I got to make sure if, if there's a if there's even just a remember Batman, even if there's like a one percent chance, we have to take it as certainty. So, like, that's what they're trying to do. That's what they're trying to do. They're just trying to, at the end of the day, make sure that the bottom lines aren't hurt that bad. Because, yeah, this is this is this is huge. And with this type of acquisition, this isn't like, um, you know, a ninja theory or an obsidian. This is. We are absorbing one of the largest companies in gaming, probably, probably largest third party in terms of just people working there. I think it's over 5,000 here in the States um, alone. So like, this is huge. And usually this is what happens. So I know there was, um, you know, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name, but one of the biggest GPU manufacturers wanted NVIDIA. to go out there. NVIDIA. Yeah. They wanted to go out there and, and, and purchase one of their competitors and the government stepped in there and was like, before you do that, we got to make sure that this doesn't affect the marketplace, that this isn't going to be a monopoly or have some type of negative effect. And they shot that deal down. So what you're seeing right now, is just what we see constantly when big companies make moves that are equally big. This is an unprecedented move by Microsoft, which means it has to start creating precedent. And when you're creating precedent, it's under a very, very thin line of, of, of scrutiny that you can, that you can wiggle your way in and out of. So I totally understand why Phil Spencer yet again, goes on record to say, Hey, here are our, intentions it's like here are our intentions with your daughter because we know that this thing is almost 70 billion dollars that this is going to have huge side effects towards not just how the companies operate but how we connect with those things so you know this was phase two was going to happen right yeah it, That's why it, when, it, it, no matter who you ask most no people was, thought that phase two was going to be a thing yeah. Yeah. So, so like phase two is going to happen. Phase three is going to happen. Maybe phase four, they in, in, introduce Thanos, but like these things happen in phases. And so this is no surprise that they're met with any type of resistance. There was going to be resistance to it, but now Microsoft has to answer to those, to those concerns. And what is the answer to the concern? What are your intentions to put these games on game pass? It is not to create them as exclusive. And the reason why they get to make Starfield an exclusive is because Bethesda isn't worth $70 billion. Just that that's 
that's the the reality of it. Bethesda is an awesome publisher of a lot of great games, but those games don't have Call of Duty impact to the industry and to the consumer base. It's the reason why they are pri- they were a privately owned company. They don't have to go through the rigmarole and they get to kind of do what they want. Now, when you have a huge conglomerate buying huge conglomerate, yes, governments get involved going, okay, so what are your intentions here? Because this is massive. And let's not kid ourselves. It is massive. What this is, what what this has, you know, in store for not just gamers but the industry uh, uh, as a whole. So, when it comes to the CMA stuff, I totally understand that. I totally do. And if I'm Sony, I would do the same. I don't give. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what a YouTuber thinks. I'm like, I care about. Hey, if I have a sole opportunity to maybe stop something, but but also on the probable side of making sure that the terms are known publicly. So that they can't just switch them. Yeah, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's funny when when you when you read uh, uh, many of the excerpts from this document it's very, very long. And and if you're interested to to really read between the lines, so to speak, definitely seek it out and and read it because it's real talk. Yes. One of the arguments Sony poses is like, here's the thing. I'm looking at this as like, I'm seeing this bloodbath. I know it's going to be on Microsoft. And guess what? I'm going to be playing Diablo wherever I can play Diablo. It doesn't matter. You're right. really, I love Diablo. Right. I love Call of Duty. I've got to buy those things. Playing Game Pass. I don't care who owns Activision. Right. Couldn't care less. Not, not about the fanboy stuff at all. But so when you- it comes to like PlayStation... The one argument that I found was fascinating. There's an excerpt going, yeah, no, they said that, you know, nothing would happen with Bethesda. They used the the Xbox quote. They're just like, but where's Starfield going? I'm like, oh, goddamn. Whoever is the lawyer there, get, pat yourself on the back because I think that's a genius. I just think it's, no, I mean, it, no, it's, I, it, it, I find it's, this all fascinating. It, it is a fascinating point. Uh, but, you know, the thing is this again, it's it, we, it, the challenge to that, Joe, is how Sony has in the past and continues to weaponize exclusives oh, sure. to move the consumer to their and, box. And that's Microsoft's argument is like, hey, yes. listen, they do this with you know games like Final Fantasy. They're doing it with games like Forspoken. Like they have these deals. Look at Hogwarts Legacy, right? There's exclusive con- exclusives just drive a box. And Microsoft's argument is, but we're not trying to drive the box. The future right. is the subscription thing. Yeah, that's what we're really focused on. And so we don't really care where this thing goes, these IP go, as long as they're in our subscription model. And so the UK is kind of looking at this going, okay, so let's take a look at the field of subscription models and let's see how this all pans out. Right. So that's that's really the argument. There's so many arguments right now that like, yeah, there are sides of Sony's argument make legitimate sense. Guys, this thing's going to Xbox. No, no need to worry. No need to fret. Just the PlayStation lawyers are trying to do their job. That's yeah, really no, what it's going to do. Yeah. And listen, it's going to happen. Xbox people, you're going to get it. It's going to and, and and PlayStation people, it's going to be fine. It's everything's going to be okay. I love the one thing I think that uh, Dustin Legary said. It's like, who cares if PlayStation's in second? <laughs> it's like I don't care. I'm not getting a profit for so Sony could be dead last right now. I don't care. It, it, actually, at the end being, of the day, it's where your value, where your exactly. dollar is more valuable. That that that's what it comes yeah. down to. But listen, exactly. You see, Joe, and that's uh, the thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 come in, come in. Yeah, we were talking about. Uh, you you brought up uh, Nvidia and the other company. The other company is ARM. 
right? Thank so you're, you. You're yes. talking about uh, uh, number one buying a number one in their division, right? So that would be like Microsoft or Xbox buying Sony, which is why it would shut down. You you couldn't do it. I mean, we all joke Absolutely. about Xbox buying Sony next. Da 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 da. <laughs> it's all jokes. Uh, yeah. it, it's never going to happen. All right. No, it's, it's not Apple. because Sony wouldn't happen. Well, yeah, probably Apple, but it wouldn't be because Sony wouldn't let it happen. It's just because nobody would let it happen. No one would. Yeah, you can't. You, you can't. You, know you can't eat up your competition yeah. like and, that. And that's, that's what the that's laws the are thing. there for. Correct. You right. know, and, and something to this caliber is nowhere near that. And picking picking little things like Starfield. Okay, Starfield was never under contract to be with Sony or Multiplat. It was still under development. So when they pick stuff like that, it, you're you're yet again you're nitpicking something that wasn't designed to be multi-plat in the first place, and saying, well, now you're making that exclusive when you bought it. Well, no, yeah. we just knew it was under development. We didn't know who had the contract. Sony right. was even saying, hey, are we? They wanted this it. Game? Yeah, they yes. wanted it. I don't blame. I them. I don't know why they would, but they I wanted it. Them. I, I would <laughs> want it too if it was if it was if it was something that you were making, and I and I. And I had a you know a, a competing system. Yeah, I would want it on my system too, just like yeah. Deathloop. What what they said was we're honoring our contracts, and they sure which, enough did. Where's Deathloop right now? Which which game? It's going to be on PlayStation Plus. That's where it's right. going to be in September. See? They're honoring that stuff, and that yeah. and that's that those little things that people are picking apart and forgetting that there's like other information in the background. Like I said before, there's stuff that we don't know of, and you know I yeah. like the way yeah. that Joe was thinking and saying that. Hey, look, you know. This this lawyer's got to do his job because they're going to be like, well, why didn't does. you put that yeah. in the books and do something yeah. about it? Because maybe like, why tried, didn't you mention this the Bethesda thing, you fool? And like right. those if lawyers tried, need that money. Yeah. yeah, and if you tried, maybe something would have been a different outcome because you never exactly. know until you try. And exactly. yet again, this is the beauty of all of us having our different outputs and, and opinions and be able to, you know, yet again, we're all gamers. We all love gaming. Joe said he's going to play it no matter where he plays. Uh, it doesn't well, matter. You know what? Being that I know Joe personally, even though he's going to platinum these things at one point or another, he's probably going to play them because he can get them for the cheapest price of free for his service. So he's probably going to play Diablo and he's probably going to play Call of Duty. Well, not this, this year's Call of Duty. I have, I have what? I have like 13 days in Halo. I have God no. I. At least at this point, 800 hours to see Thieves. It doesn't matter. Again, I cover PlayStation. PlayStation, I don't have to, that, well, that, you know. Like, like I'm not me, like BG out here shelling for no, them. No, I just no, covered and that's we, the beauty of it. That's, that's exactly why. the beauty of it, Joe. Yeah. Because that, like, we, like, we could call them out. Like I, I love what, Dreadpool, you said. of just like the price increase. And we, we mentioned it on the show, and I think we did a very different take uh, on the show because it was just like, obviously, this sucks. Obviously, I, we hate it. We already have our PlayStation 5s, though, and we literally we're, – so we're just like, how does this affect you? How, like, what are, what are yes, your knowledge of this? How is yep. it, how is it affecting – because for us, we think it's stupid, but we're seeing so many companies get away with it. Do you think they're getting away with it? And, like, look, I, I understand – You know, I, we actually got a, a few people in the manufacturing side of things. They're like, you don't understand how explosive things have gotten. And, like, my, my father as well, he's a master printer and because shot up – exponentially yeah it's almost it's almost quadruple on. in price even, rank it's crazy my company, yeah i have i have products that i have to install right now that i have no date on when it's going to be shipped because they don't yeah. even know when they're going to manufacture it okay so that's just so, me now, and here's the my thing company, so, and imagine the rest of the companies in the world wanting that same product yeah and so like if, if sony was just like listen like to our shareholders listen guys 
we're not making money on the PS5 anymore. That's how bad it's been. There's an argument. They're yeah. like, I, I still think it's a shitty argument, but like, it's st- sorry, a bad argument, no, it's right, but it's still right. an argument. It's like, it's still like, okay. F- uh, but like, as of right now, the PlayStation 5, since they told their shareholders, is still profitable. You should be, you should be eating, you should be eating that profit. They're just, they're pushing it on where they can push it so that they're putting, they're getting the same percentage of profit than they were getting on the PlayStation 5 when it originally released. That's all they're doing. That's, and it sucks. And it shouldn't be that way. Answer me this, Joe. How many years? Okay. Boom. You know this too, right? How Mm. many years have we heard? From 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 when we were kids, they never make a profit on consoles the first few years. Why? That's, that's, no, that's, a, that's a known fact. Game, yeah. You, right? you don't have to be a podcaster to know that. That's, that's, exactly. that's out there in the open. It, it's forever. been known yeah. for years mm-hmm. since we were kids. And where do you think the profit comes from? The games. And where do you think yep. even more profit comes from? Digital games. Yeah. And when, like, with the, the latest, again, we mentioned this on the show for you, the latest... Uh, um, you know, quarterly earnings. They've even said it. They make almost practically eighty yep. percent of games sold on PlayStation digitally. Yep. So again, <laughs> it sucks. So, in 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 closing, this deal is going to happen. Everybody, yes. don't stress. Yep. Don't worry about it. Uh, PlayStation Five. <laughs> I listen. I hope Xbox. I, I pray to God Black Friday happens. In all those markets, they they could just drop it by five bucks. That's a headline, but drop it by a nice 20, 50 bucks well, and just ha- get PlayStation with their pants down on this one because it's it Joe, is. Outrageous. Think about they this: did drop the S for five or ten dollars. Well, no, I mean, well, the S you could find on the two fifty right now, but just imagine that this Black Friday comes, the family plan is out. Right. Yeah, they don't have any. They don't have any first party. It's it, it's their, their marketing team looks like boobs. There's no no one's. I'm not going to make no excuses. From Microsoft not yeah. having first party. I, I have been I have been one of the most stout uh, podcasters to get put them on blast for that. But with that said, they have a lot of Game Pass stuff coming this year that's mind blowing. And yeah. just imagine if they go and they put out their friends and family five dollars a month, up to five people on this on this incredible Game Pass thing, and they drop just for Black Fr- Black Friday on the holidays. The X drops fifty; it's four fifty, and the S drops to two fifty. It's the chef's kiss, absolutely. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. And again, uh, it, you know, and, and what we said on the podcast, it's about getting PlayStation humbled. They got to be humbled right now. They're making these decisions because, like Xbox has even stated, they're the market leader. Yep, and they will continue to be the market leader. So yep. we need Microsoft to come out, hit them in the gut, and then you know. Move a lot, move so I don't care what a company's profits are, right? Uh, I saw I saw certain PlayStation podcasters go, but we have to think about how much money PlayStation actually makes, and they point out it's like it, you know a number that's like, but it's still profit, right? And this is still one product that they're going to sell, you know, so many more units in in that console's eco or in that product's ecosystem anyway. So that argument is is stupid. The the only thing you should care about when it comes to a company making profits is that they make enough profit that they stay in business. That's it. Because you want to keep keep going back and supporting the item that you bought, right? So if you bought PlayStation Mm -hmm. 5 or an Xbox uh, a couple years ago from day one when it was launched, right? You want to know for the next 10 years 
that that console will be supported. We don't want to know that. Guess what? You can play all these games up until today. Tomorrow, you can only play those old games. After this, you can't play nothing because nothing exists anymore for that company. And oh, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, those servers are probably going to go down, so you'll never be able to download those. So pray to God that that console never breaks or the hard drive never dies and you lose all that software because how are you going to recoup it? You're no. not. Look and that's PT. the problem. We need to yeah, look, yeah, PT keep in mind. Example. Yep. Yeah, the, we need to keep in mind. We want them to be profitable. It's not that we don't. We want them to. But we also need to make sure it's in our best interest. Well, yeah, at, at, at the bottom line, it is taken advantage not, of. Yeah, right? not, Absolutely. Not, right. And not bragging rights interest. No. Okay. I, 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 yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's Listen, it. I'm sorry I hijacked this podcast. Dude, I love you all very much. Joe. Can I we'll just say soon. one inflammatory thing please, before I yeah, leave? Please go ahead. <laughs> Sonic Frontiers looks real bad, y'all. It looks so bad. It looks Silent it looks Frontiers. Bad. Yeah, Sonic Front isn't that the Oh no, the stop Sonic it. Get out of here. Get but ban this man. Sonic Frontiers is gonna be game of the year, brothers. Get out of here, Joe. All right, listen, folks. We're gonna keep you around a few more minutes for two for two reasons. One, we have one small topic that I'm gonna get uh, everyone's uh you know quick take, hot take on it. And we're near 500 people. Let's break the record. Put this out there on the socials. We need six more people to break 500 for the show. That would be big. But listen. Mav, I'm going to go to you first, brother. Uh, It was found out yesterday, and it was released on the official Xbox uh, website, xbox.com, that currently in places like Colombia and, more importantly, Ireland, the the Game Pass Friends and Family Pass has officially launched. You can join now or you can upgrade your current subscription in those regions. The quick question that I have for you, is this in response? Because remember, it's in the EU. Ireland is considered the EU, right? Uh, is it, it, it was this done? Because we know it leaked last week and the week before we got all the information on it, telling the CMA, hey, listen, look, we're giving even more value to our customers. We're not taking value away like Sony. Was this a was this a quick quick draw response, Mav? Mm, I that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe with just getting out in those two territories potentially, um, but I think this is just a part of their long term play anyway. Because their whole thing about getting access to Game Pass across all these different devices, it's hard for a family of five to pay for five subscriptions. Right. Fifteen dollars uh, each. Just do the math right here. It says right here. It's twenty two pounds for five right. people. So you can't. And also you, people say, well, just game share. Well, that only really works right now for two devices. Right. Correct. If you have two devices in a household, game sharing works fantastic. If you have more than that, it can be problematic if two more than two people want to play at the same time. Right. So this is part of their whole future a vision for the platform and it's a necessity to grow to the scale that they want to be at right when they're talking about three billion gamers and all that stuff you're not going to have three billion people sign pay fifteen dollars a month right you're going to have a lot of people pay that and you're going to have other users be part of that ecosystem right so um it's the way same way uh, uh most streaming subscriptions work right they were just kind of late to the party with this honestly so they're they're getting that finally. We've been asking for it for a long time. Personally, it's going to save me money. I can't wait till it's available in the U.S. Uh, I'll be instantly on top of that. So 
but as far as the CMA and things like that, I think they can use that as an example. And, um, you know, as when they're, when they're talking to it. So at, to your question there, could it be because of that potentially um, because it is evidence of their grander strategy still, which they've already been promoting to access to all these different devices and everything like that. Um, also you have the TV application that more and more people are starting to access and they're actually loving as well with the, the Samsung TV app. Um, you know, they, they found a way around the Google storefront and also around the Apple storefront with uh, allowing you to play games like Fortnite without even having a subscription and all these different things. And, and all those regulators love that kind of stuff, right? They love <laughs> that kind of stuff, right? When you get, when you can go against uh, and uh, uh, Google and um, Apple, they're like, okay, so we're finding different avenues here. They're, 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 they're changing the market. And uh, I, again, like I said before, like this doesn't really hold any weight. I don't think with what the CMA's argument was. Uh, so I I don't know how much challenging that would have been anyway to concede to the minor concessions that it seems like they're going to be asking. Uh, but this maybe helped them with the FTC as well and, and also the EU, right? Because you've already mentioned, we've already talked a little bit about the EU with how they've had to change some of their licensing agreements for the cloud, right? To make it more accessible and easier and more flexible for people to use those services, uh, to allow for more competition within those services and not uh, have such complete control um, over the, over that system. So um, it, it seems like this is all part of the plan, but uh, dude, I think it's great. I just want to see it in the U S now, Like, let's go. Uh, I'm ready to sign up Microsoft, make the announcement and we'll, we'll get that included. And I'm, I'm curious also what the, if there's going to be advanced tiers beyond that $25, right? It's you know yeah I, I I if there is you know that's a great point Mav if there are going to be anything additional I don't think that gets announced this year I think that for for the the sake of not confusing the consumer right uh, I think that they keep it Game Pass on console only ten bucks is this and Game it's the twenty five dollars right now the twenty one ninety nine uh, whatever is that include Ultimate. That's all. Yeah, it is. It's ultimate. It's it's an ultimate subscription for each of the five people, including the host, which -hmm. would be you and four other people. For me, it's going to be myself. It's going to be my 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 uh, one of my very, very good friends and my nephew, Tyler. I I don't have two other people. I might, you know, I might, you know, look down the line, but I'm going to take full advantage of that. But uh, listen, let, let, let's get Infinite AA, but Infinite, before I do that, I got to catch some Super Chats. Uh, Gerald Mack, good, generous friend of the program, doesn't drop just one Super Chat of $5. He drops two. And the first one says, what we're seeing are the results of Microsoft and Xbox forward thinking from 2016 until now in real-time PlayStation court sleeping. Indeed. Uh, he also says, if PlayStation doesn't want Call of Duty to go into Game Pass... It should absolutely be exclusive to Xbox. They can't have it both ways. Another fantastic point. Risk it for the biscuit, who is the host of the Xbox Infinite podcast, which goes live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good friend of mine, great friend of this community. He drops a $3 super chat and says, Ref doesn't see the aggressor. He only sees the retaliator. Ah, very true. Uh, Van du- uh, du- Duzen 
drops a very generous $2 super chat. And he just drops the mic. He don't even say anything, man. Thank you for being here. And thank you for the generosity. We also have 510 people in the chat. Yes, we broke 500. Thank you, Dreadpool, for that. And we also have another super chat that came in from XTH27 Lost. He says this. If they do put Call of Duty and uh, COD on PlayStation, they're only going to get the base game. Microsoft would probably keep exclusive maps and content for a year. That's a that's definitely a possibility, but I don't think it go. I, I don't. I don't just. I don't see a world where Microsoft says yes to anything but putting it on putting it on its own service because well, they spent seventy billion dollars and Sony didn't. Uh, Infinite Double A. Do you think that this was a quick draw response or potentially strategic kind of keeping one in the chamber? Because I pulled the story from uh, on, at underscore Xbox news. Those folks over there are the hardest working Xbox Twitter channel out there. And they pulled it from good friend of this program, personal friend of mine, great friend of the community, the detective himself, idle sloth 84 follow both of them. What are your thoughts, the Infinite Double A? I don't think it was necessarily a response or anything. I just think it was coincidental, to be honest, because we've been okay. seeing rumors about this. Yeah, we've been seeing rumors about this all year. Jez Corden initially broke it earlier in the year, saying that he had heard on good terms that there was going to be a family plan coming out, and then we saw the the beta of sorts open up in Ireland, and now it uh, seems to be official in Ireland and Colombia. And the prices out there, but personally, I just best value, best value in gaming. That's for sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll just say that because I have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. I have it prepaid until January 2023, and this is perfect timing for me, actually. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, but, I, I, you know what? I, I don't. We don't know for sure. So remember, I'm I'm just spitballing here, folks. Only because I, I can only go with what Microsoft has done in the past. What I believe is going to happen, because it said on the on the actual website, join now or upgrade. Now, if you are already paid into Xbox Game Pass, I think, and again, I don't know until Microsoft better explains it once it launches here in the States and in the UK and everywhere else, that you might be able to be grandfathered into the plan the same way you were when they converted Xbox Live Gold to Xbox Ultimate, uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Again, I don't know, but it sounds like it might be that way. There, There is a thing, because I'm on the Insider, and there is a thing that says um, about inviting family members and there, do not invite them multiple times because it'll push them back. But if you invite them their gold slash game pass ultimate will get converted so uh, that's I gotcha okay that's so- all i can say without saying much more plus it, it was very vague for me so that's that's all i got okay no no that, that, so that it, makes perfect sense it seems like to me is if i'm if i'm the head of the household all right and i i i buy it uh an upgrade and I invite, let's say I invite Boom and Mav and Dave, everybody here, Infinite, right? So we have all of us fuzzy too. You're not excluded. But I have <laughs> all of us here. I invited you four. Well, there's five of you, but still. Uh, we know what invite, you mean. Yeah. And you all have it. Maybe, uh, let's say, Fuzzy doesn't have it, right? So <laughs> he just comes in under my wing. 
but everybody else they lose what they had but they still kept what they had and it all the way i look at it was it all gathers up under one so under you under your under under mine but we all share that that length so if you had five years and mav had two years left and it would it would yeah but i'm just throwing it out there just numbers it would just average out to so dread are you are you in uh Columbia or Ireland right now, technically, no, or are you, are you no. is this on the U.S. Insider app? It's on the Insider app, so but that's what threw me off because okay, I'm not, so it hasn't been announced for the U.S. yet. No, that's why right. I'm saying I don't yeah. have all the information. Right, right. We're, we're, it's, 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 it's some it's, sort of weird stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting, dude. Because maybe this Insider program is launching now in the U.S. as well. I have a feeling that we're going to see it in we're the next couple soon. of weeks. Yeah, that's yeah why I, I do. I don't have all the information yet. Yep. But seeing that was like, this is oddball because something's not right. I don't have all the info, but this is what I'm gathering from mm. what I've seen. So I just want to let you guys know. And no, it no, says, no, 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 thank, thank you for the update yeah. for sure. Uh, anything says, else? Wait, uh, uh, yeah, real quick. Anything usual, else? Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Go as ahead. usual, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Benefits. Yeah, 100%. So, I, absolutely. And we're going to come to you so in, in a few seconds. Yep. Let me just come to you in a few seconds. Infinite A, double A, anything else you'd like to add? Well, I just, I think we'll see it by the holiday season, if I'm being well, honest. A thousand percent. This happens before the, we start getting into the October, November, December of, of the year because Microsoft, like I said, I think that even if the deal isn't done, there's going to be a massive push for this current package that they that that they're testing out right now but also a drop in price to counter what Sony has done which their price for increase is supposed to happen this September I believe it's the 15th I'm not sure if that's the date but in September the price is going up and in the US currently you can find a PlayStation 5 but you can only find a bundle so that's it yeah, the that, Horizon but, bundle yeah which is you know like like it leave it or otherwise but Dreadpool, in your opinion, based on the information that you have in front of you, is this strategic that we hear about this official launch the same day that we have all of this hubbub about the CMA? You know how Sony likes to put one in their pocket and keep it there and pull out and go, wah Yep, yeah, indeed. <laughs> you know, I, I want to say the rest, but I can't say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but that's, I think that's what Xbox did. It was already known... So it wasn't like they, they, they just threw it out there and said anything. It was just coming out, and it just I think it's, it's, it was kind of a, you know what? It's already out there. We already know. And, and it wasn't like that it came out yesterday. We've already known uh, weeks ago that it was going to Ireland and Colombia. We just didn't know any information. Now we know pricing. Now we know it's active, right? So um, it's $22.05 if you do the conversion. And then for Colombia, the conversion is eleven dollars and fifteen cents, which would make it would which make it sense if if you're trying to price out with what people can afford in those certain areas. So for us, I believe it would be probably on the lines of twenty five dollars. Yes, that is correct. Easy, easy cut, and that was also yet again as as Infinite Double uh, A uh, brought up. Jess Gordon even said something to that. To that uh, degree, so it would probably be like uh, twenty four ninety nine um, for for you know adding four, and that was the question back then: was are we adding four, or is it four total? Because of the way yes. it says up to four, but you're adding four, and right. it was like, well, wait, wait a sec, which way? So that's that's what's going on. I don't think, like I said, I don't think this 
made it come out. I just think it was just it was just coincidental. And then they just pushed it said, you know what, just push it out there. Let them have it. Um, it'll detract from all this extra BS and mm. it'll be goodwill because and you got to think about this. Right. If they push it out now, could you imagine for Christmas, you know, the holiday season, what, whatever you, you believe in, if it's um, whatever, whatever religious holiday, but there's always going to be presents because of Christmas. People are doing that. You know, I have friends that do the eight days for Hanukkah and they, they, get, they, they get their presents separated at eight because mm-hmm. you know, they felt left out. You know, so it, everybody does their own way of doing stuff, right? So you have all this stuff. Now, you're going to count not one sub, but you're going to count five. Oh, no, you're, you're counting five. You're five. If, if five people are on that subscription, this, this is where you're going to see. And again, you can call it deceptive marketing. You can call you know, them taking out the bath water and, and switching it in with the alcohol, whatever you want to be, whatever, whatever you mm-hmm. want to use, quip you want to use. But the reality is, is that they go from making 15 to 25. And yes, they are offering a deal for up to five people. And Microsoft, you're going to see at some point, maybe not this year, but certainly by the end of the year, when they talk about the holiday sales, they're going to be like, we just got, uh, three, uh, three or five or ten million new subscribers, and you can be like, "Well, is, how true is that?" You're going to see all the people with the with the, the, the detective Fuso's come out with the magnifying glass. Is that five people? Is that one person? It's not going to matter. It's it, honestly it's, not it's going to matter. Account. And yes. I, I swear to God, I, I will see at least one of you guys put your stupid little cat. And no, I'm kidding, <laughs> but you'll put your cat in there and, and say, Hey, my cat's got a, you know, an Xbox account. Ha ha ha. Uh, you'll see that because they got nobody else to give it to. So they'll mm-hmm. just, you know, make a spoof. Account. How many times have you been like, Oh, you don't know who I am. You don't know who I am. Hold on. I'll be right back. And they come back like, this is who I am. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, dude. I still don't know this new gamer tag. I, I recognize the voice from last time, but I don't know who this gamer tag is. So you'll get people with multiple <laughs> gamer tags, you know, ones for their troll and ones for their, you know, their happy go lucky one. Uh, but but you'll still it'll still be accounted, you know, like like we said, deceptive in marketing when it comes to stuff like that. Um, I wouldn't say practices, but it'll be deceptive in, in per se of you're counting five for one account, uh, no matter what. As long as they create five, you'll have five accounts there so if it's your cat or if it's your friend it doesn't matter because if you know you add your friend that that never plays but he always says he's going to play madden with you and he never plays it still counts but you know that's that's going to be a good thing um there is a little inside thing that somebody saw uh, i will give them props for it um supposedly it's rumored that it will be 22.99 thank you psychonauts it's one oh, of, uh, Psychonauts with the with yeah. the big the slam dunk. Wow, if it's twenty two ninety five, so, holy moly, that's even better. That's Hardly. just ridiculous. But real quick, so uh, I I I don't like to shout people out because you're entitled to your opinion, but you get one with me. The real YT Shadow. I'm a gentleman. I welcomed you in here, and everyone is welcome. But you say something that I don't know if it's towards me per se or it's someone in the chat. You get one. And I'm going to let it go and not ban you because I love everyone's opinion. What I don't like is pony and bot talk. We, we don't do that on this channel. He says it's because it's you're watching it through the eyes of an X-Bot. 
Now, I don't know if you're referring to me or not. Like I said, I'm going to tip the cap and give you one. If I see that again, you're banned. That's it. Well, him and Sebastian are going at it about, well, about the last Well, Sebastian Cooper and, and let's just take a chill pill. It's just games. There's no reason to get uh, personal about it. I understand the strong feelings. I get it. And I'm so happy that you guys are hanging out on a Friday morning when you could be doing something else, but we got to chill. This is not that serious. It is no, no one's losing their life. Trust me. These corporations can give a flying, pardon my French, fuck about any of us. They want their money. So let's just chill. Let's, let's keep, let's keep it, uh, let's keep it a buck and just enjoy the, the conversation. Okay. So Dredd, anything else you'd like to add before I move on to Mr. Webb Dave? Yes, we're a happy family here. We can have Yeah, yeah well, I'd like to believe so. And so yeah, sometimes have, families aren't great. I'm going to be honest with you. Exactly. Some of my family are a bunch of a-hole, but we, Yeah, we can have discussions. We don't have to agree. We just need to understand each other's side. We, I agree. And, that, yeah. and that's that's it. So, um, no, that's it for me. Uh, we'll just leave it at that because right. that just good stuff as always, of, brother. That took good, me good. out of it. No, no, no. Absolutely good stuff. So. Web Dave. You, you know, you obviously have been watching the market for many, many years. You have an incredible, uh, you know, show that you interview people. Thank you. And you have big opinions about about the business at, at hand that we're talking about. Where do you where do you think? Because I, I think this was strategic. I, I think kind of somewhat what Dreadpool says that they had it in the back pocket and they could have sat on it for a couple more days. But I figured, well, let's let's dump this now and get this information out there. Do you think that this is coming directly from Brad? Smith and saying, "Hey, you know what? We got some negative things happening, even though they're they're preposterous by any stretch of the truth. But maybe we should dump this information and show how valuable our service is, as opposed to the one that's making the complaints." Yeah, I think that uh, this is obviously uh, it's going to be timed, and I think I think we're going to hear about it in the U.S. very soon. Um, I know it's going to be a big push in advertising uh, this. Um, this uh, uh, Christmas, I mean, there's going to be, you're talking Game Fast for Family, you're going to talk about possible discount on some consoles, you're going to be talking about the, you know, the value of Game Pass, all of this at, you know, time when people are, you know, hurting for money, and, you know, where's the best place to get your value? It's going to be Xbox, and it's it's going to be Microsoft. It's just, it's just the way it's going to be. The writing's on the wall. The deal's going to be done. I wish I could stay longer, man, but I've got to get back to work. Yeah, brother, go, go is, take uh, care of business. We'll, 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 beating I'll, on my I'll, door. <laughs> you know, Thanks, go guys. do your thing, brother. I'll sell your brand for you. Don't don't have 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 a good weekend. We'll talk soon, Dave. Thank you so much. Uh, that, they, but there you go. Uh, shout out to Joe Dunmore, who was the, one of the few people I didn't say hello. I didn't see you, Joe. Welcome to the program, brother. Uh, hopefully, you're doing well. But Fuzzy, close out today's incredible show, which ran a little ran over a little bit. We'll get everyone out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, was this strategic? Even though they, it, it's already been announced, it, it they have to remind people on occasion about stuff. So it was perfect timing as far as you know bringing it back up, especially considering you know I guess the the, the CMA doesn't pay that much attention to the industry that uh, they're supposed to be uh, mindful of. But it, it it's a perfect program, and I I, I just think it was a, a matter of. They've been wanting to work on this for some time. Xbox, that is, as far as the family plan. And it, it just, the planets aligned. It, it, perfect timing, strategic somewhat. But I, I think it was just a matter of time that they were going to, you know, really push this program because it, it's been something that, 
you know, a lot of us have been asking for, especially considering how, um, you know, with with the the cost of things and, and uh, uh, the the financials or the economy being what it is today, this this couldn't come at a better time. But um, a, a little bit of stri- uh, strategy and a little bit of just you know coincidence, I guess you could say. I mean, and good stuff as always. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be your breakfast with Boom for this Friday. Uh, we hit 510 people in here. That's amazing. This is still a small podcast. Yeah, I get it. it's 11k, and it's you know that that seems like a big number. And it and, and my wife and I are incredibly grateful that we have that many subscribers. But we want to continue to grow. The next big goal for us is to hit the 15k. We're not doing it this year, but we'd love to close out 2022 with 12k and if you're someone finding the channel for the first time and you appreciate the banter which is normally pg-13 every now and again i have to throw a zinger in there and that's just the way life is please consider subscribing hit your hit the like button on the way out we still have 420 420 people here if you didn't hit the like button let's try and get to a 400 likes let's get everyone out of here we'll start first with our guest mav sell your brand brother you got a monster show coming up tonight with your friends and families, pun intended. <laughs> Obviously, you have your podcast, which I love listening to. Talk about that. Sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can subscribe to your YouTube channel. But more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Right on, boom. Thanks to everybody in the chat. This is an awesome show. Um, Dread, Fuzzy, Infinite, and shout out to Web Dave also for a great conversation. And Joe as well. Thanks for uh, stopping by. Uh, if you want to come and check out our show tonight, it's called Xbox Ultimate Podcast, and it's on every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. We have episode 104 tonight. We'll be talking about the CMA stuff. We'll be talking about friends and family things and also lots more. So make sure you tune into that. And we have a blast over there. Sometimes it goes a little crazy on that show, uh, but we do have a lot of fun. So uh, if you want to find that and some of our other shows that we got going on, like FSP on Mondays and PM in the PM on Thursdays, Come check out Fun Speculation on YouTube. Uh, that's where you can find that. And also to find out whenever we go live, um, if you follow on Twitter at Fun Speculation, you can find out for game streams, uh, co-stream reactions to uh, gaming events. We got a lot coming up in September as well. Um, for, you know, we got a Disney show coming up. We have um, a Tokyo Game Show stuff coming. There's a lot of, a lot of little events. Ubisoft Forward. Uh, so we'll be uh, covering all that kind of stuff and having fun uh, doing all of it. And uh, again, I appreciate everybody uh, being here today. It was absolutely a great time. It absolutely was. Uh, again, shout out to the real YT who's still here. He asked a question. What about the Halo situation? I'm disgusted. I, I am I am two through with 343 Industries. I have 12 days in that game. Maybe not the best. Maybe it's not the most of the community. But if you have 12 days in a game that is not even a year old, you love the game. I have spent, and I'll tell you this, I'm not ashamed to say it, in both seasons, $100. I have every time I drop 20, 20, 20, I drop 25 times. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I don't mind giving the money if I love a game. But damn, you know what I'm saying? Let You know, I mean, I know the Forge is coming, and that's been delayed until November, and that's going to be big. Forge is going to be so big for the franchise because the community, which is incredibly talented, we've seen some of the stuff. I've seen AT-ATs in Halo. I actually seen a giant Master Chief with a big old dong. I didn't like that, but that was there for people to see, right? 
the craziness that's going to come through Forge is going to be great. But my problem with that is that the community has to save the billion dollar brand. Pardon me, excuse me, three four three. Nah, man, I I I have things to say, but we're all out of time. I'm gonna get to that eventually. Uh, but uh, Mav, thank you so much for being here. Infinite Double A. Listen, I know you don't have a podcast anymore, but you're still a part of the community. If someone wanted to reach out to you and potentially strike up a conversation on social media, how do they do that? Well, I'm on Twitter, so just follow me at Infinite Double A One One Seven. That's a homage to halo right there i could there get go. into the whole halo topic too but like you said we're out of time and um but yeah follow me there and let's start a conversation i i just want to say a shout out appreciation of boom he's a great part of this community and thank you sir thank you thank you sir for allowing me on your show to to speak my mind and to be part of the conversation it's been it's been fun and i hope everyone enjoyed but but yeah, everyone have a good weekend too. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, he has a long weekend. Enjoy it. I just got a shout out to a couple people. Chief Nagle, uh, Chief Nagle eight. What's up, brother? How you feeling? Patty Doc in the chat. Thank you for saying it's another great show. And shout out to the AB in there. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand, brother. Where can people reach out to you on social media? But more importantly, find you another podcast and subscribe to your YouTube channel. Well, just want to thank you, Boom, for having me on and want to uh, say welcome to uh, Mav, who's on here. And I'll, I'll be uh, podcasting with him later on tonight. So there you go. Here, That's right. Def- definitely. Oh, check yeah. Out and Xbox Fuzzy, Ultimate. we'll be talking about Halo for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to talk about it because whenever I do, I lose subs. But keep it going. It's all right. <laughs> and uh, Infinite Double uh, A, it was definitely nice meeting you, man. And and for, for all of those on Twitter, definitely give him a follow. Um, want to definitely, you know, keep the word uh, as far as, or, or keep Halo as far as the conversation going and, and, you know, what 343 is doing and some of the stuff that's, that's been happening. We, we need to, you know, kind of let them know from a fan standpoint, respectfully, you know, what, how we feel about it and stuff like that. But, uh, man, for anybody that just wants to hear my endless ramblings on gaming, just follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. You can also find me on YouTube at fuzzy, uh, space or a fuzzy underscore Belvedere for my YouTube channel, uh, along with Xbox ultimate tonight at 9 PM on fun speculations channel. I'll also be on the shop podcast on Saturday at 9 PM Eastern time on PTK Blam's channel. And on Monday on FSP also on fun speculations channel, 10 PM Eastern standard time. And then right back here on uh, breakfast with boom, 10 AM Eastern standard time next Friday morning. See you then. Thank you so much. Shout out to Raiden Blade in the chat, brother. I was just literally typing your name. Hopefully you have a good weekend. He says he has 400. Hold on. Four, I have. This can't be right. I have 410 days in Halo Infinite. I'm only missing split screen. My question is how many games that have split screen these days? Yes, it's an option. But if they're delaying the game. Yeah, I, I listen, dude. They're going to tune in to Fun Speculations channel tonight where they're going to go ham on this topic. And again, it's not to pile on the rabbit, so to speak. It is to give the righteous smoke to 343 that they know that they deserve. And I heard, I I have an insider that has talked to me about what's going on. And even though it looks bleak now, they are making the moves to move the people that don't belong 
out of the uh, out of the uh, of, of the studio and that they are solidifying uh the 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 studio to to produce the proper content again it doesn't look good now but rest assured in a year from now and i freaking hate saying that it is going to be a different game but i'm still going to play it when season three starts i'm back but until then you know it's 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 not great uh but listen dreadpool Talk about breaking bread with dread, where they can subscribe to that, where they can listen to it more than that. And where could people reach out to you on social media? All right. You ready? Put me on a big screen. Boom. There you go. Put, put you on the big screen. I can't. I, I don't know. How, how would I put you on the big screen? I don't know. But you, don't you zoom in on me to put me in the. Can I? All right. Well, papa. <laughs> they are. Oh, they, nice. I did it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I did it. Like, I'm still learning the software. You know, I had there it for a couple go. of years. It's crazy. There you go. All right. <laughs> you can find him on Linktree. You can find him on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Hover, everywhere. Breaking bread with Dread. Uh, thank you so much for being here, Dread. Loved your opinions. You brought it 100 as always. Uh, and uh, listen, have a good weekend. Thank you for throwing that up there. Uh, it makes it much easier. Simply just, you know, right. It's and so boom. much easier than like trying to sit there and spill out everything. You could see it right there. You guys can freeze it. <laughs> um, I will be streaming Halloween mo- or Halloween. I will be streaming horror movies for Halloween from now until the end of October. The only problem is when I get into October, because I am sponsoring houses, uh, it'll be harder to stream. But we're going to start with Made of Skur and um, we'll go from there. I know we've already got... Um, uh, silent hill being requested i'm going to try to get my wife to hang out because i can't stand those old controls back then so maybe we'll uh we'll, we'll have like a husband and wife uh, team up on some of these games too for you guys so again i appreciate it boom um check out web dave uh he's done Indeed. an interview with almost every single one of us on here i think yes it, everything yeah uh, you hit, hit him up out. uh yeah hit him up on twitter at yeah. web dave uh just type in web dave you'll find him and you can get to uh you can get to uh his podcast and all of his information right from his twitter account he does a lot of interviews like dread said he's interviewed everyone here and then some his interviews are fantastic thought-provoking and more importantly hashtag fun but ladies and gentlemen as we hit the 230 mark Thank you for being here. A big shout out to all the super chats that came in. Obviously, you know what me and the missus do with them. We give them back to you. And there are still $2,000 worth of digital giveaways that we're doing for the remainder of 2022. One in September for 500, one in November for 500. And the big one, the one time, the biggest amount we've ever given away at any one time, 1K, $1,000 for the Christmas holiday on an upcoming episode in December of, Bre- uh, of, of Breakfast with Boom, all you got to do to win is be in the chat. If you get you get extra entries by being a channel member, by being someone that drops a super chat, or, of course, being subscribed to the channel. And I uh, love you guys. Be safe. Take care. Enjoy your holiday weekend. I'm going to say this as a former popo. Please don't drink and drive. Don't do it. You're going to you're not only going to destroy your life, you're going to destroy someone else's. And of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that's important to me. And hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me with kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.